St. Patty's Day, everybody. Happy St. Patty's Day, Dogbot. Also joining us this evening, Reinhardt. What up, man? What's up? Can I be racist about the Irish? No. Crap. We found Crap. out I'm half Irish. So. Ah, you can be racist against us. That's fine. Also <laughs> joining us down in the dungeon, taking notes. Drinking green beer, possibly. I don't know. Uh, Grognak, what's up? You don't want me to hit you over the head with me, Shillelagh. I have a shillelagh. A buddy of mine got married, went to Ireland for his honeymoon, and brought me back a shillelagh. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I mean, you need to de- brain someone with that. It's definitely, like, I mean, it's not the greatest shillelagh ever. It's a little small. I mean, it would, it did hurt you. It, I don't know if it, it'd take a while to knock somebody big out. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it's not like a. No, it's meant, it's meant for, like, grandkids and stuff. Is that know? what it's for? Yeah, it's a fuck around and find out stick. Oh, I thought it was. Like you're, you take it on a on a on an adventure with you, like to you know beat up like uh, robbers and like street vagrants and whatever. No? It's also just for like hitting people that are out of reach. Yeah, I mean, but just out of reach because this thing's only like eleven inches long, so it's not that's like good. that's fine. Yeah, get over here, boy. <laughs> it's it's for hitting wily pickpocket children. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. All right, all right. So I do have a shillelagh, what? and it does have a four leaf clover on the little hitting end. We're not condoning child abuse or domestic violence right Absolutely now. Absolutely not. But if a kid needs a good whacking with a shillelagh, you know, I know where you can find one. Just trying know. to be historically accurate. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Johnny, you I, got I'm a shillelagh saying, guy. I got a, I got a shillelagh guy. That's right. Ethnically, in my part of the country, we uh, my grandmother used a yardstick. And, and your part. And of, was, hold on a second. And your part. And, of and the, it wasn't. The, and it wasn't fully extended as a yard. It it folds up into a three. You know, oh, a three yeah. foot ruler folded. Oh, would you get with like? Yeah, the, the, you get hit with the three. You get hit when it's in the three foot form. If you're trying well, to run, then then it gets extended the to the yard. Yeah, the the yardstick. My my grandparents had what was it said right on it? The rod of correction. It was a paddle, and it had holes in it, so it would like whistle when it swung. Man, the good old I, days. I thought that was for fraternities. The good. I mean, they they had to get the idea from somewhere. Paddling. I went to Christian school in the eighties when they could just like whoop your ass at school. They could whoop your ass at public school still in Texas in the eighties. Yeah, that's true. I was going to say, by the way, in in your part of the the uh, Luberconda medicated strip mall, um, don't most people use like uh, a, a flip flop to do the beatings, like abuelas and flip flops? I, dude, I, I don't know what what are you do know? Don't pretend that you don't know what an abuela is. Stop it! Is that, you is grew that up in Texas. Of, stop is it. That a, is that a kind of Hyundai or Kia? Oh, shut like, up, dude. I will mute you on the rest of this call. Abuela. Speaking of getting mu- speaking of getting Kia muted, abuela. watch this. I'm gonna mute Dogbot. So <sighs> everybody knows you know what an abuela is. You live in Texas. If you don't know what Mexican stuff is, you're forty something years old. and You live in Texas. You are either retarded or dead. 
So well, in this in or, this part, we got the Arab community doing, that, that are just running around bit. saying or doing a bit, which is well, I mean, it, it also could be a pharmaceutical for lactose intolerance. What abuela? <laughs> it's Spanish for grandmother. I think it's abuela. It's it's not abuela. Abuela. It depends on what part of the country. Oh, so you do know how Abu, to say it then. Abuela. No, hold on. So he does know how to say it. Hang on a second. So he does know how to say it. It's not an emoji reaction on Telegram. He does know how to say it, and he has corrected me. So yes, you do know what it is. Yes, it's it's grand it's yes, grandmother. Grandmothers, yes, and they usually beat you with their flip flops. Jesus. I I don't know what Mexican. Way to take a joke into pedantry. It's cool. <laughs> Anyway, good lord. Um, anybody, anybody taking any cash out of the bank this week? You guys, you guys still scared taking cash out? Typhus said it was okay. So no, I, I, I just left my cash in there because I bank with a giant bank. Yeah, I, so. I bank with, I bank with, uh, with, with the biggest credit union on earth. <laughs> so, I guess that's one of. The, it's not quite the big five, but Navy Federal is up there. Uh, but I did not take any money out because, like I said, that was that was just for the, I guess for the big investors, right? Nobody's 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 losing their money this week. Everybody had the scare is over, right? Bank scare is done. Yeah, now the now the uh, now the stock buying is is up. Yes, stocks are right back up, dude. The big line went back up. Weird. You know what, what's funny? I'm not I'm not a big investor guy, right? But. Some people think the good thing to do is put your money into precious metals. Yes, and they don't realize they can they can confiscate those. They, they can have just tell before. you that that's not legal tender. Just they bury have, them, and they have before. Well, and then you get the guy with the metal detector in your yard. But then you can't use it. You know what I mean? If if you, if you put all your your money and all your investments into a bunch of silver, then they tell you you're not allowed to use it in transactions. Uh, uh, See this. Uh, this is why. This is how you get around all of this, and and you're going to be fine. Just put all of your money into GameStop pre-orders for games, and just take it out as you need it. I have all my money invested in Beanie Babies. Ooh, I got some <laughs> bad news for you, bro. The, and, the, and, the, the, the and pogs. Came. The o- and pogs, bro. The aughts came, and it's over. And, no, it's the, dude. They'll make. They'll make a comeback. Dude, I mean, I, Beanie, look, when seen, I saw Beanie Babies being seen, divvied up, when I saw Beanie Babies being divvied up in a divorce proceeding, dude, I, there are I, kids that are wearing Nirvana shirts. They will come back. There's been kids wearing Joy Division shirts for kids? the past 15 years. Yeah, nobody knows who they oh, are. So maybe they're already back. Nobody knows who Joy Division is. That we're dude, dude, I, you can thank Hot Topic for that. Yeah, right. I know you're making a joke about Pogs and Beanie Babies, but that do you guys remember that pharmaceutical? Scam artist guy Martin Scr- Martin uh, Martin Shkreli yes Shrelecki Shrelexi before he was actually locked before he was locked up he was going around talking to people in the Magic the Gathering community about the, the very very expensive cards yes that are you know he was buying them up he was investing yeah he was investing stuff. in Magic cards yeah. Yeah, he bought like five of the Black Lotus cards in like one night. And yeah. Was like, oh, look what I got! Because he he realized you could hide your finances and things like this. He yeah. realized that buying art and stuff was a scam, and that he could do it too. Wow, what a fucking yeah, no. intelligent! Guy. I, have, I have Jesus a, Christ, I have stack. dude. The Serbians aren't that bright. That's all I gotta say. I have a stack of garbage pail kids. He might be interested in. Those are probably yeah. worth more than your pogs. Send him an email. 
Dude, my Beavis and Butthead Pogs are... You don't have and, Beavis and Butthead Pogs. And, and my it. Mighty Stop Morphin it. Power Ranger Pogs. That you probably... I would say you probably did have that. Well, yeah. those those can't be Pog brand Pogs if those are... There's like official ones. Maybe. No, they're off No, I'm, I'm pretty... Oh, are they off brand? I thought that they at least did Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I would say Mighty Morphin Power Rangers are probably if, real. If, if they if, don't have if the little real. fuzzy Hawaiian guy on them, then they're not the they're not really official Pog brand. They're, they're just they're fake Pogs. They're Poggers. Yeah, the gas station Pogs. Oh, nobody likes that. <laughs> Man, bring it back to memories. Next thing you know, we're going to be talking about Furbies and Tamagotchis. Tamagotchis. I've, I've, I've got sound investments. If by sound investments you mean by like tw- uh, techniques twenty one hundreds turntables, then yes, they're phys- they're physically tangible. I can hold the Beanie Baby in my hand. That doesn't mean it's worth anything. I have a St. Patrick's Day Beanie Baby. It's like a, that's it's actually a, it's a it's a bear. It's a green bear. Yeah, it's got mm. a clover on it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I've my my stepmother used to collect Beanie Babies in the nineties, like a lot. To the, to the point where it pissed my dad off. There's a Grateful Dead bear. He's tie-dyed. Are you on Google right now looking at these things? Because I know you don't have any. <laughs> he's checking the price. He's checking the stocks right now. He's, he is like furiously it. typing through eBay at the moment. Mm-hmm. How much can I get for this? Oh, my God. It's in my mom's attic. But get it? It's tie-dyed. Yeah, I get it. It's a tie-dyed. Yeah, it's... Uh, you know, Beanie Babies were baby one of bear. those few things in my childhood I was told I have to like. What? What? You, what? what? You were told you have work? to like it. Yeah, what? by like grandmas and aunts. They were like, we're going to Hallmark. The new Beanie Babies come out today. Aren't you excited? I'm like, what the hell is a Beanie Baby? Oh, okay. Well, that's, <laughs> oh, that- that's different. If you're Nana, look, when there's two people that you have to listen to when they talk. One is Nana and two is any tiny little child. So. That reminds me. My grandmother left me her Hummel collection. Hummel? Hummels, Hummels, Hummels Get are, out of here! Hummels are hot dogs. No, they're they're rare figurines that look like little uh, European children frolicking and having a good time are doing you, things. Are you being serious Activities. right now? Yeah, they're dude. They're they're worth a mint. Hummel Do you have the one from Gotta Call Saul? Yeah, I have that one specifically. <laughs> oh, these things? Huh? Weird. I, I've never heard of these things. So it's like it's a small world, but figurines. Right. It's a sound investment. This is better. This is this. It's it's never going to depreciate. They have many, many times. Stop this. There's no way I was told these things are going to be worth. Okay, who told you this forever? Was it your Nana? I recognize these are like Dutch figures or something, right? Hummel. I, I mean, it could be a Dutch word. I, I'm not familiar with all the European languages. All these kids look Germanic, so they it's look Germanic. There. It's like yeah, Dutch or German or something. Yeah, they're all not a single, like, not a single black Hummel in sight. A lot of, a lot of leader. No, those are those are called Sambos, Reinhardt. Oh yeah, man, no, you Sambos, got two. No, Sambos are a thing. Yeah, we have oh, you right. got two right here throwing Romans. Where are you saying are uh, Sambos are worth some money too, like mm-hmm. authentic Sambos? I have I have a first printing of uh what is it the book Little Sambo or whatever it's called the original. Oh, I see it there. It is two of them giving the salute. Holy cow! No, they're not. They're holding Sambo up sandwiches. Slice. They're holding up yeah, sandwiches, I, Reinhardt. I just ah. noticed when I I know I, I know. they're, they're just uh, saying hi. They they are with sandwiches in their hands. It's not. They're not doing anything 
remotely. I'm gonna cut like this. Them. I'm gonna cut this out and erase the sandwiches. You should do Seek that. Ham. Seek ham. Sig <laughs> 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 Well, considering it was German, there was probably a lot of sig sig uh, um, Wiener. Right, that's pig pork. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they didn't like the, the Germans ate a lot of pork, not so much the Jews. You know what? Well, that's how they of, were able to differentiate. Speaking of things that people did and didn't eat, so St. Patty's Day is coming up uh, today. It's today, it's seventeenth. No, no, it's Monday. Yeah, but, yeah. No, it's today. Whatever, whatever. Today's yeah. It's, it's, it's as far as you people know. It's St. Patrick's Day. Day. It's, yeah, happy St. Patrick's Day. Drink green beer and pretend to be Irish. All right, that's that's gay. Don't yeah, do that. Really, don't do any of that kind of stuff. Um, what are, what are your standard Irish uh, St. Patrick's Day you know things? Uh, you listen to House of Pain jump at least like 10 times in a row. Oh, wow. No, but okay. Next, Reinhardt, your turn. Uh, are we talking food or, or music too? In general. I mean, just St. Patty's right. Day. What first thing comes to your head when you think St. Patrick's Day in Irish? All right. Smoke a pipe and listen to the High Kings. Okay. Grognak? We, uh, the wife makes corned beef like all month long. Corned beef and cabbage, right? That's what I was waiting. No, for. no, not the cabbage. Not the cabbage, just the corned beef. God. Okay, oh, the cabbage like, is good. The cabbage is only good when it's cooked ugh, with the corned beef. Ugh, I'm sorry. Corned beef and cabbage is awesome. It is. I like, However, I mean, I like coleslaw. Like, I'll take a Reuben. Reuben's okay, guys, awesome. guys, here's yeah. is everybody sitting down? All right. Corned corn beef, beef and, and cabbage. Are we is, sitting down for sandwiches? Yeah, we're sitting down for sandwiches and also for this little tidbit of information. Corned beef and cabbage is not Irish. Well, I'm going to terminate you like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Dogbot, can you just not for like two <laughs> seconds? Like the, the, uh, so I have what, a very, what is it? It's fucking Jewish. Oh, oh hey. The corned beef and cabbage is Jewish. Why do you think they have Rubens and fucking pastrami and the Jewish deli all the time? There are no cows in Ireland. It was all pork and lamb real if you go to ireland and order corned beef and cabbage they will laugh you out of the pub yeah it's true it's all everything they eat is it was because they turned the jews were it it was the jews eating brisket is what it was because the brisket was the was a very tough cut of beef right and they would have to boil it for days to get you know to get the consistency they wanted or whatever um but when the irish came to america there wasn't as many pigs here. There weren't as many pig farmers. There were there were cows and you know there were beef farmers. And they didn't have it was bacon. It was cabbage and bacon that the Irish would eat. No yams. I can get behind that. Yep. It was cabbage and bacon and potatoes. And I still not, like corn. Beef. I do too. Don't get me wrong. I do too. There's a lot of Jewish stuff that I actually like to eat. It's unfortunately. Um but yeah, corned beef and cabbage is not Irish. So now the weekend well, like, is from, now the weekend in England is from, don't we have eat fish like, and chips either, right? No, people in England eat fish and chips. Well, they used to before it became, um, you know, uh, Cheeky Nando's was the most important thing now. Well, next they're, thing, next, they're made next differently thing, over there, too. Next thing you're going to tell me is Everlast is Jewish. Will you stop with Everlast? Why? What is this House of Pain thing? I don't I don't like Everlast. Why? What is, what is your, what is that? I, I, yes, Jump Around. They had a song. Yes. Jump up and jump up jump, and jump get down. Up, jump, get, yes, jump up, jump up and get down. Yes. I, mm-hmm. Next thing you're going to tell me is that Chinese people eat cheese. No. They don't. What does that they have don't. to do with St. Patty's Day? No, it's just like things that don't. Yeah. They, but yeah, so back to the corned beef and cabbage. It's not, it's not Irish. It kind of makes well, me mad. It's still good. I know it's still good. Yeah, but it's Jewish. You get nothing. You get nothing, Irish boy. Yeah. <laughs> My 
my whatever it is, 35 to 40% Irish genes. I'm like 5%. More I'm, Scottish than Irish. Well, it's Scots-Irish, and you really can't tell back that far. Like, you know, there's some County Cork, and there's some whatever. I mean, I don't really know if 23andMe even knows what the fuck they were talking about. Is it which one is which one is Jews? One of them is Mormons. The other twenty three me, twenty three me. Okay, they're both Blackrock now, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're both owned by Blackrock, so <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. You know, hey, you know, this is an aside. We'll get to that in a second. Um, yeah, Blackrock owns 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 a lot of things. Uh, everything. That's right. Blackrock owns everything little bit of everything. We are not playing that for the break song. The end. Find Malt's lyrics. I'm deleting this from the channel. We're not playing that for the break song. I refuse. <laughs> why? Why don't you? I refuse. Play Jump I'd rather play. I'd rather play fucking Flogging Molly or um, who's the other one? Dropkick Murphys. The other. Uh, not Dropkick Murphys. They're gay. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I know. Flogging Molly's gay too. That's what I'm saying. I'd rather play yeah, those two than either than anything with Everlast. Okay, what about the cranberries? Okay. No. No. <laughs> Zombie? No. That's the cranberries. I'd rather... Yeah. Be, no. I mean, I'd, that's Irish. Mm, <laughs> I'd rather play the real Mackenzies and they're freaking Scottish-Canadian. Yeah, I know. Like, anything <laughs> anything off of my... Hold on. Let me see what's on my uh, Irish pub music Pandora channel. You guys are in a hurry to get the break. No, Dogbot just Dogbot like, just wants I mean, to. No, it's not that we're in a hurry to get to break. Dogbot just wants to do this 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 House of Pain bit all day because it's St. Patty's Day, and they're. Are you are you trying to tell me you didn't listen to Shamrocks and Shenanigans in the early nineties? I listened to Jump Around when it came on on the radio. If it at the club. What about Boom Shalock Lock Boom? Trying to recall this, I don't remember that one. No. There's a Danny that was, Boy song that, that was their follow up single. It, it, oh, it didn't it? do as well. I remember Danny Boy was one that they did. I don't know. It was like a. Those are the only two songs I I ever recall hearing of theirs. It was not a big was not a big House of Pain guy. And then when when uh, when Everlast did the thing by himself, you know, was it what it what it's like that one song? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that we, was what? that was sad music for jocks. It was that got stoned. You know, for the break, why don't we just play the entirety of the audio only from the Boondock Saints? Just the audio. The, no, because the, then the it gets into the, the part with Willem Dafoe in the bedroom. You don't see anything. You just hear him say, <laughs> "Yeah, touch me, faggot. <laughs> <laughs> I just want, no, what did the guy say? I just wanted to cuddle. He's like, get out of here, faggot. Oh, how ironic, because he's gay. Wow. He, he goes, what a fact. Yeah. There's so much like forced everything in that movie. It's terrible. The movie's so terrible. It's it's awful. It is awful. But like I can't stop watching it every time it no, comes I, on. It's terribly enjoyable. It's okay? terrible. Are you, you're Irish though. Like that's the thing. Like, I every, fucking love that movie. Every it's Irish funny. person I know is like, I love this fucking movie. It's fucking great. And the Italians are played by Jews. Literally, Ron Jeremy plays the Italian mafia guy. Um, Jew porn, Jew porn star, and then like the Russians are just like the big dumb Russian doll, and the only guys that are intelligent are the the two Irish guys that beat everybody up and win. After they do their weird sexual stigmata deal, yes, yeah, Norman Reedus, the faggot, no literal faggot, yeah, 
And the other guy probably is too, is he? I mean, they're all they're like actors. FTM. Every single actor in Hollywood was in drama, so you know they were gay. Even Vin Diesel? Yes, Vin Diesel. Don't ruin Jag's love of uh, Fast and Furious. I am not ruining Jag's love of the movie series. However, Vin Diesel is a woman. A, a formerly pregnant one, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we settled on Jump Around. No. We did not settle. <laughs> no. No. I listen to, like, bagpipes or something first. No, stop. Um. So St. Patrick's Day, uh, how did that? How did that even come about in the United States? That it, it was uh, we celebrated that. How did we? Because of our large Irish, um, you know, population. Is that why? Yes. Really, that is why. Yes, there's so, lots of Irish immigrants everywhere, man. They, those people spread the hell out. Sure, well, there were slaves in their own country. There's that too. Yeah, but what about the fact that there were at the time like many thousands more German immigrants in the United States than we don't have any German holidays that we celebrate once a year. I mean, you could argue our version of Christmas is pretty similar. Yeah, minus, Christmas, minus Christmas is basically from the Germans. Well, a lot of, general, a lot of yeah. places that had German populations will have an Oktoberfest. Mm. Yeah, they do. They do do an Oktoberfest, but not nothing like St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day takes over the entire nation. Yeah, but Oktoberfest will take up a whole month. No, you're right. St. Patrick's Day, no matter where it is, it could be Baltimore. Right. And it Oh, it's a global over. celebration of Irish culture. Oh. Oh, it's the uh, oh. anniversary of the patron saint of Ireland's death in the late 5th century. It's been a religious holiday for over a thousand years. And commemorates his abduction at age 16, 16 in Roman Britain and his return to convert the Irish to Christianity around 432. Hmm. It's a public holiday in Republic yeah, of Ireland. Northern that is not Ireland. the same story they, that those people have. No, no, <laughs> no. So, so they basically saying St. Patrick was a traitor to them, which is not true. Yeah, well, t- okay. So some of them argue he may have not even existed at all, and then they some of them say in the third century, not the fifth century. Well, there were a lot of people that say he didn't exist at all, and it was just a made up story. Right. But, well, I mean the the main story that most people probably grew up with is St. Patrick. He drove the snakes from Ireland, right? Right. Right. That's what everybody knows. St. Patrick drove the snakes from. He was the Pied Piper, except except snakes, not rats. Right. And, and by uh, snakes, they meant Jews, right? No. Pagans. No, yeah, they, mean, they meant pagans. I know. I'm. They meant pagans. Which so, which is why they would call him a traitor. He went and he converted to you know the traitorous Church of Rome and came back and betrayed his own people. Okay. That so, he would have been raised with. Right, and they were raised in pagan, what would be considered pagan traditions. Yeah, uh, St. Patrick, I mean, there's there's enough evidence to show St. Patrick was raised as a Druid adept. Really? So an, a- an actual Druid. So at the time, mm-hmm. there were there were still Druids in the in the, the mighty forests of Ireland or in the villages or whatever. They had been and Grogna, correct me if I'm wrong. They had been much, very much run out, especially after like Julius Caesar made it to I can't remember what town it was. I think it was uh, Lesia. 
in yeah. Ireland. It's like 52 BC and supposedly raised the Druid uh, libraries and learning centers to the ground. Hmm. And they kind of went underground and into the forests. Yeah, this whole, the, the ones who didn't just kind of disappear basically assimilated into um, the modern infrastructure of power. So if you guys listen to the documentary I posted, it's called The Last Druid. Mm-hmm. It's an interview with a fella named Ben McBrady, who says he is an ancestor of Luger McDuger, um, who is, who is uh, I guess, pals with St. Patrick. These well, guys were. Wasn't he, wasn't he who is, I mean, by ancient Irish lore, the guy who founded Irish Christianity? They claim that they have a different view of Christianity from uh, St. Paul's. Than the Roman From, version, from right? the Romans. Right. Yes. So that's, again, yep. well, this goes back to what we were talking about a couple, uh, was it season six? Connor McDarry in the Irish origins of humanity. Right. Yes, the, the, real, the real Jesus came from Ireland. Well, he, he visited Ireland, he is visited, what they say. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Which, I mean... I, I don't see any issue with that. But I mean, yeah, well, the, well, there's the story that he traveled with um, would have been, uh, I guess it would have been Joseph of Arimathea and Mary would have been Joseph's wife. And that's like the Joseph and Mary thing. I don't know. Yeah. Well, there's there's also one to say that Joseph of Arimathea uh, worked with tin miners, copper miners and stuff in Cornwall. Yes. yes. And that's that Jesus the, would have gone there as a kid or as a teenager. The, yeah, that's the story. Yeah. He went. He went there as as a kid. As a kid, or well, before before he went. Well, it would have been before he was twelve, or after he was twelve, right? After would have been after. Right. Yeah. The the general consensus is after, and sometime in between Joseph, his father, supposedly dying, because you know we don't see him in the the gospels later, um, and obviously the start of his ministry. So, um, yeah, it's an interesting one. But Car- Connor McDarry's writings are are that yeah like the the quote true christianity is like this mystic dru- druidic tradition mm-hmm. melded with something different than like pauline christianity mm-hmm. roman right well i mean we have to maybe have to drag Connor mcdary back out again johnny i have a uh, a couple of clips that I took out of that. Mm-hmm. If you want to play a couple of them they're yeah, all some of those were long. yeah well the the sleepy the He's an old man, Dogbot. I, I I got sleepy. Okay, it's he's an old man. Stop it. Uh, let me pull that up. All the waves crashing and stuff that put you to sleep, didn't it? Which one? Which one you want to start with? <laughs> well, the the very first one. He it, it, it's uh, I labeled it training for a wipeout. So basically, he describes that the first thirty years of his life was in training, and that the point of his triad, his secret group here was that if a cataclysm occurred, that these people would help restart humanity. Here, let's let the, uh, the Irish guy tell us. It was originally the task of each member of the order to be a compendium of all knowledge, all known knowledge. That was the reason for the long term of training. If humanity was totally wiped out except for one individual he should be capable of re-establishing everything from his own resources 
Hmm. So basically every druid basically learned all the knowledge. So that in case there was a catastrophe, they could re-educate everybody? Yeah, philosophy, law, geometry, you know, your seven sciences almost. Okay. Well. The liberal arts. Hmm. So I did put a couple more clips in there that looked like they disappeared, but um, one of the major things he talks about is the reason for them um, focusing on that area is because it's so high up above where tidal waves can occur, mm-hmm. the elevation. So if these people are trying to survive, they have um, they have this coastal cliff, you know, so they can survive a, a large elevation of water during a flood. And he also talks about the dolmens, you know, something we've talked about a few times in the shows, mm-hmm. these megalithic Irish, ancient Irish structures. He claims that they were basically set up as really quick things to stand under during these uh, times where the sky would fall and you need something heavy over your head, you know? Mm. So they're, hmm. so they're yeah. not funerary or, or ritualistic right? in, he says in original intention? Basically fallout shelters. And I forget the word he used for them, but he describes underground granite chambers hmm. uh, as well that run all through Ireland. That sounds rad. Let's see. I pulled a few more clips from there. I went to the original link. I don't know where the other ones went. Let's say somebody deleted them. There there we go. go. Um, okay, we start with the top one. Let's see. Let's just see what this one is. He was the first and the greatest heretic according to Christian history. But in fact... Pelagianism was the ancient religion which Christ brought back, which was, I think, altered by the Romans, by St. Paul particularly, to suit the Roman Imperium so that the Catholic religion, Catholic apostolic religion, became the new Roman Empire in the 5th century after the breakup the so-called breakup of the Roman Empire. Hmm. That's what Connor McDarry says. That is exactly what Connor McDarry says. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Connor McDarry uh, used this guy, interviewed him for, for oh. his books at all. And well, I mean, Connor McDarry's dead, though. I think Connor McDarry said that he got his research from uh, Gaelic script. Hmm. Like it was, it was all written in, it was all written in Gaelic. Hmm. All of his research. Let's see what this next one is. He is written out of history, ultimately. I, I look on him as the, the inventor of Christianity, after Saint Paul. Saint Paul and invi- so he's talking about uh, what's his name there, Grognak? Kluger McDougal. Kluger McDougal. Spell that. What's his first name? Kluger. He'll say, he'll say it. Invented the Roman Christianity. McLuger and uh, his group were the philosophers who laid out the main tenets of pure Christianity. 
Okay, McLuger. Lex McLuger. Luger. Mick Luger. Okay, this is all. It's well known to modern scholars that the genealogies were uh, meddled with. The the lists of the kings were meddled with to fit in with a time scale that was wrong. That's a great point. And to phase out the pagan influence which was still there, to endeavour to phase it out. So our annals start with the year 432, our written annals, which is the year in which St. Patrick is claimed to have arrived. All right, there you go. So that's 432, the year St. Patrick supposedly showed up. Now, Reinhardt, what were you saying? That's a good point. Uh, sorry, I didn't know he was going to pause for so long. Oh, he's old. He's old. You got to give him a chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's a, it's a great point. We know that these records have been tampered with all all throughout, from the Near East, the Middle East, all the way up to sure. Western Europe. Sure. Um, whether to suit one one belief system or another, or let's say from whoever the powers that be are. Um, but that's great that there's. I would like to see where where his evidence is for that too, just so so I could see it too. I'm interested. Right. Source sauce. Right. I mean, is this like guy- not, not not deprecating, but please, please. Right. Please. Um. Actually, in the comments, I was scouring the comments of the last Drew documentary, and mm-hmm. someone said that they are in contact with his daughter. He died in the '90s, and apparently, she still has his library, and it's a massive, massive collection of books. So, go get him, Reinhardt. That's awesome. Right on. All right. So we now we have the introduction of St. Patrick in 432. That was the fourth clip, uh, fifth clip. Every great civilization has a record of a period of a golden age when there was no war, no dispute, no lying. And this was attributed to the fact that language had not been discovered and the telepathic function was the principal means of communication. Telepathy. Golden age. Yeah, golden golden age of man. Mm-hmm. You got the golden age of Kronos, Zeptepi from Egypt, you know. Yeah, how many how many civilizations speak of a golden age? All of them. Right? I mean, is there is there an ancient civilization that doesn't have this story? And yeah, you you know the thing he's saying about before language was derived uh, that lines up with a lot of things in the annals of history where hmm. cuneiform just kind of came to being. And it's like, well, what was before the cuneiform? Some people think that they just had all their language on, you know, iPads. Like if they had right, this technology, in the pers- they, they had they well, had the iPad that they carried around in their little purse. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but also there's this idea that even the people who weren't the Anuna or the Anunnaki, those people had telepathy too, especially the women. Mm. Hmm. Oh god, if we only had telepathy. Well, hold on, isn't that where like? Well, I'm not a mind reader. Somebody they well, were at one point. They were yeah, at, a genetic memory right there. Exactly, exactly. This is um, Reinhardt. You've heard me say this. Uh, how many times have I said this? That uh, everything the X Men can do is stuff we used to be able to do at some point. 
right? I'd say just about, yeah. Just about, yeah. And telepathy is definitely one of the telepathy, ESP, telekinesis. All babe, that kind of I didn't, babe, I didn't say anything. You made a face. That's that's totally different. That's totally oh. different. Yeah, that's just but, but, that's just art. That's just art times, that's just art. How many? Come on, Reinhardt. I want to. Oh, I'm trying to. You're stepping on my art ho joke. Never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, Go ahead. please. No, no, I'm, it's too late now. Go ahead. Well, now I forgot what I was going to say. Good. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I deserve it. You do. Uh, uh, but the uh, no, that you can the the language thing not being invented and was just on tablets or on iPads or uh, and, and again, like like I just said, telepathic. Um, how many times? Have you seen, whether it be in like science fiction or whatever, where they, where uh, entire species have, you know, or aliens or whatever speak entirely uh, telepathically, right? Or in the movies, when the alien's talking to somebody, they're talking to your mind telepathically. We can obviously receive, I mean, if they can put, if, put it this way, if the CIA or whoever it is can put thoughts into your head. Like, um, do you guys remember, I don't remember if it was the eighties or the nineties, but there was this thing in, in New York and you would walk past it and it would like say something. You could only hear it like in your head. Did you guys ever hear about this? I remember hearing about it, but I it don't was know like some it was. scare. It was like some ghost show. It might've been the nineties. Right. And then you think that was a Stanford, it. that was a Stanford Institute thing, wasn't it? Uh, I'll find out. Yeah, it was, it was something. I mean, it was one of those things. I know I saw it in one of those uh, mind control conspiracy videos, but if they, I'm just saying, if they can do something like that, there's older videos where like, you know, and now what do you hear, Gladys? Oh, I hear music playing in my head. Yeah, if they can put stuff like that into people's heads, then, then telepathy is definitely, uh, definitely a possibility. You know what I mean? If, if, if we can artificially implant sounds and thoughts and stuff into somebody's head, why couldn't we do it with our own brains? Yeah, it's, it's the age old, like clawing back at, at trying to get to that state. Mm-hmm. We're trying to ascend through our own, you know, try brute force ascend, basically. Well, this is just, in my, in my opinion, another proof that we are devolved from whatever we used to be. Certainly. Yeah. We are Devo. Remember? Remember Devo? I'm not wearing the stupid hat. Devo. <laughs> hey, Johnny. Devo, another four letter band name. Oh, so pretentious, too. Look at them. You can just tell the pretentious is just dripping off of their Lego hats. Dude, every single person I knew that liked Devo was like, so they were- fucking pretentious. Incredibly pretentious. Mm-hmm. Well, they would, yeah, like, they would there all was smoke. some like they would like all they smoke with the one arm like, cross. Next level of music that I couldn't understand or oh, something, dude. And they would all smoke the cigarette with the one arm crossed and the left hand on the right hand. You know, you know the look with the one arm crossed across and the and the, the other arm being held up. Right. These guys, I like corned beef. I like the Boondock Saints, and I like Devo. I don't know how to feel. <laughs> You're Irish. It's okay, but the, you've been lying well, Mar- to Mar- your whole Mothers life. Mothersbro is an awesome composer. You know, he did the the Who? music for like Mark Mothersbro. That's the main guy from Devo. He's done the music for like every movie and kids cartoon that there is, like Rugrats and all that stuff. Mark Mothersbro is he Jewish? I think you're no. thinking of Danny. You're thinking of Danny Elfman, and you're thinking of nope. Boingo Boingo. Nope, you're gonna have to look this one up. No, and I do- I, I'm going to have to look it up. Wait, who's the 
Who's the intern? Well, it's your it, he. He's the one that brought it up, and you don't believe him, so you're gonna have to look it up. That's kind of how uh, that. Goes. If you've seen Yo Gabba Gabba, mm-hmm. I know you have Johnny. You know Mark, the artist guy who draws mm-hmm. things. That's him. That's Mark Mothersbro. He's in tons of children's programming. Boingo Boingo was indeed Danny Elfman. Oh, Mother's Ba. Yeah, Mother's Ba. Yeah, okay. Ba. Yeah. Mother's ba. Oh, he's from fucking Ohio because of course he is. Um, you know he nearly died of COVID. Oh my god, would have been such a loss. I know. But yeah, he's the guy from Devo. Yeah, he's. I mean, he basically looks like you would think he's just a nerd with glasses. And who wears a mask when he performs on stage? A COVID mask. Oh, dare to be stupid. Mm. Yeah, oh, wait, I saw this in Devo. No, dare to be stupid was was Weird Al Yankovic making right. fun of Devo, that's and right. they said Devo said they Weird Al Yankovic made a song that sounded more like Devo than Devo, Devo could. Devo, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Weird Al Yankovic is a treasure. I love Weird Al. I've seen him live like five times. Fantastic accordion player, mm-hmm. and the fact that he can jump around in that fat suit, do all, do do the do the eat it song, while doing the ridiculous dances that he does. Oh, hey, pretty impressive entertainer overall. Anyway, um, how did we get on? Oh, Devo, pretentious. How did we get on Devo? Yes. Devolution. Bob brought up a humans. A, yes. No. No, we were talking about humans being devolved from being able to use telepathy and other things like telekinesis and uh, astrally projecting and remote viewing. Um, how many times? How many times have you remote viewed? Like you're like, oh my god, where are my keys? And you can see in your house your keys next to your desk on the floor where they fell. Like you can see that, right? That's remote viewing, isn't it? Not. I was told that after millions of dollars of research, that the government failed to produce any. Uh, remote viewers of competence. You didn't listen to our episode on remote remote viewing a few years ago because that's false. Did you hear about the time that they viewed a uh, leprechaun in in Crichton? Okay, well, I asked a question before you, you said, oh. "Yeah, does that not would that not count as some sort of remote viewing if you can actually do that? Like if you can visualize something somewhere else." Is that not if I, re- if I remember where I put something? Is that really remote viewing? No, remembering where you put it is not the same as actually seeing the thing there, and then when you get there, it's actually there in the place exactly the way that you saw it in your head. But if I see it in my mind's eye and it's exactly where I left it, then I, aren't I seeing a a a snippet of a memory? Possibly, like my brain f- happened to file it away. Like this is important enough. Just to take this this maybe. quick snippet, yeah, maybe it's Not- maybe it's something like that. Maybe it's something more like that than it is. It's a rewind function of your brain. But then again, how the hell does that happen? Well, I was <clears throat> I was Subcon- th- subconscious desperation. Very scientific. Um, maybe maybe peripheral view and like Dogbot said, your brain does file it away. Yeah, but like your that brain means, files like a- it away because you subconsciously know that you're going to need this item later in order to. Uh, accomplish a task that you have deemed important. Mm. But also, okay. is that not what? Okay, never mind. <laughs> I, I mean, still, I, li- wow. I, I like I, I I like the idea that I might be able to remote view. Mm-hmm. I just 
I think that re- isn't remote viewing more things that you've never place places you've never been to before, and that's, trying to visualize yourself being yeah, there. Yeah, there's that too. I, that's what that's I was thinking. I, I always thought it was more ritualistic. Well, that's why I said a form of. I didn't say it's that. I said, is it not? Doesn't that sound like a form of? But whatever. Anyway. Hey, Johnny. <sighs> yes. I think there might be one clip left, maybe not, but he does mention that telepaths were basically abused by kings and princes to well, let's see if it's basically do all, do all that stuff. Let's see if it's one. But what are not so well known, well, they are to archaeologists, but everywhere in the country you get souterrains, which are underground stone chambers. Oh, this is not it. Uh, the archaeologists say, without any evidence, that they were stores for grain, mainly. But no grain remains have been found in any of the souterrains of significance which would indicate that that was their primary function. They also served as shelters. They would shelter from outside conditions. And uh, most of them would be above, well above sea level too, but not as high as the... What the hell is he talking about? So he's referencing those underground granite chambers. What underground granite chambers? Well, like after you talked about the dolmens being fallout shelters, Mm -hmm. these underground chambers also being hiding spots from cataclysms. I thought the clip was supposed to be about telepaths being slaves to kings or something. That's what I thought it was too. Thank you. That was the (laughs) buildup. Would that be the first? Hey, Dogbot, they're not labeled. So that's why. Would that be the first clip that was posted? No. I had them. I had when they. I posted them. I did label them all. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six. There are six right here. Six. Okay. Well, one to go. Come on, Grandpa. Not you, Johnny. Yeah. Every great civilization. That's not the one. Uh, Maybe it was the first one. He was the first and the greatest heretic. Nope. I'm counting only six. I'm going back through them all. He is written out of history. Nope. No, like six originally posted. It's well known to modern scholars that the genealogies were... Nope. Great. Uh, the, the, The telepathic capacity is the great danger. It's the great source of danger. Kings, princes, made prisoners of telepaths to use them to interpret the thinking of those around them, to know who are their enemies, where the threats came from. There you go. You should have clipped another second. But anyways, there it was, finally. Well, then why wouldn't they? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. If you were a king and you knew you had a telepath among you and you could imprison that telepath and force him to somehow interpret people's thoughts. Now, hold on. Why would the guy tell you the truth? I'd just be like, okay. he's the last of his kind. He's going right. to die. Yeah. I mean, well, he's going to die anyways. Right. Might as well just be like, yeah. that guy, that guy. Well, at the, at the end of it, he basically says, hopefully that a new order is going to kind of come to being from all the things he's able to pass on. I want to know what they cut out of this documentary. Cause they certainly say a lot of juicy stuff, right? Sure. I mean, 
Maybe we should try to interview his daughter. Maybe. I mean, little, little did he know the rise of a new druidic order would be filled with fat whales <laughs> prancing around in the forest. Yes. Okay. One thing I did not clip, Reinhardt, which I should have, is he did um, he did talk about the differences between the two types of druids. There's the ones that um, his order is named after, and then there's another one that's based off of uh, you get to the word by dropping off the the root word, and you get to that one. And that's they're not Irish. I forget what, the, what those druids were. Those were like well, would, the, would they have become like what we call Wiccan today? I suppose so. Right. Yeah. So when he talks about how the church came into Ireland and that they wanted to bring you know some kind of mirth to the traditions of paganism. The pagan traditions he's referring to are heliocentric. Uh, well, I guess you call it like sun worship. He describes Solar. it as sun worship, right? Yeah. But now here's the thing: what he mentioned it was that a lot of the cathedrals that were built had a uh, a slot where the sun could come through at noon and show you where the sunlight would hit. Now this was brought up in Awaranon's channel, one of his very last ones. I believe this is called the uh, the sun's ellipses or something right it's a ribbon shape that the sun makes oh the anna the analenia yes okay so that's the well the moon does it too the the moon and the sun both do the analenia so there's some kind of column inside the cathedrals and where the sun hits yes uh, basically shows you how far along you are till the next cataclysm so it's not really sun worship so much but the sun you know people giving praise and a lot of worship to the sun came from um, when Jason talked about the vapor canopy falling, he said, you know, then people could see the sun. And that's when they marked the passage of time through days and 24-hour marks with the sun traveling around. Right, so that's a little different. I think this guy's he's talking about cataclysm cycles because he also talked about how all the priest kings were astronomers. And obviously that the, the whole purpose of being a druid was to prepare yourself for the sky to fall. Right. That's and again, that's why they were the repository of all information that they spent most of their lives studying. Yeah. Um, so the, sun, the 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 stuff he's talking about with the sun, I mm-hmm. think that's they're just. I it sounds like the Catholic Church brought in some kind of. They make it sound like they combined pagan um, Helios worship stuff, like sun god worship, with you know the the different aspects of the church with Christ with the Eucharist and everything. Mm -hmm. But this guy makes it sound a lot more like it had to do with the cycles that had to do with astronomy and skywatch and the cataclysms. Yeah. It wasn't sun worship. It was sun watching. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And and don't forget to, to your point, Grognak, uh, St. Patrick's day, obviously the 17th of March falls right in the middle of, uh, if I remember correctly, Ostara. So he, he mentions that they, they made sacrifices, not human, but animal, right? But mm-hmm. basically that the two major holidays are Samhain and um, what's the other one? Um, you just that got was corrected. Creepy. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't even me. Wow. He got corrected by a ghost. Wow. Grognak got corrected by a motherfucking ghost. Oh, wow. Um, I can't remember Leprechaun. the second one. Leprechaun. Leprechaun Samhain. came by and said, Samhain. There's two. They sound similar, right? What? But one is in one is in um, May. Beltane. And one is in Beltane. Oh, Beltane, yeah. 
So one is in May and one is in November. Mm. Which the is other actually, is St. Patty's Day. No. Well, they line up with um, these astrological disasters that usually happen in May and on the Day of the Dead. Mm. Mm. So if you look at these things differently, not through like just pagan god worship stuff. Also, hey, you guys, speaking of pagan god worship and uh, March and um, all this kind of stuff, the Ides of March was the other day, the 15th. That's true. Yep. That was uh, the... Was it, it was marked by several religious observances. This was notable in Rome as a deadline for settling debts. Oh, boy. Oh, God, pay up. It's the Ides. Uh, no, but in 44 BC, it became notorious as the date of the assassination of Julius Caesar, which made the Ides of March a turning point in Roman history. Hmm. So, yeah, they were, well, the, in, in, uh, in, in, Rome, there, uh, the Ides, the Knowns, and the Calends were used to, uh, in relation to lunar phases. So the Ides of March would have been the new moon of March. So again, See, the course Day of the Dead. There you go, new moon. I think there were no knives on the Ides of March 44 no? BC. No. I think it was all simulation. You think it was just, it was just a play? It's just a play. Well, I mean, there were several of those in Rome going on at the time. It's just it was meant to be a big news story. Well, there was a, know, so they could crack down. There was a lot. Well, I mean, <laughs> there is nothing new under the sun, Reinhardt, including the the show. It goes on and on and on. I don't think we're talking about the same thing anymore. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, we probably are, but not at the same. I was, I was making not a nine eleven reference. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, sure. Why not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, okay. Back to all these these festivals and holidays. Yes, so. festivals and holidays surrounding the Ides of March and the seventeenth of March, and which is um, what was that one called again? This, what, what is besides St. Patrick's Day? What are they calling it? Uh, Belt- uh, Beltane. Ostara. Oh no. Ostara. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Beltane. Ostara falls in March. And Beltane <laughs> falls in May. Oh, okay. Ostara. That's what it is. Isn't that a these? So these would be known in, in Chinese mythology as like the twin dragon type dates too. Okay. So they see these as these two great catastrophe things as they call them dragons. Hmm. Now, wait the a Irish was thought the, they were uh, comet hang, debris. Hang on, hang on. Was Ostar- now Ostara is not an Irish thing anyway. It's German. What's well, Western European? West Germanic spring goddess. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was carried over. Okay. Fair enough. And is a pagan celebration of Easter. E-O-S-T-R-E. Easter. 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 There you go. Well, we all knew Easter was pagan celebration. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. You know, we all have all that, right? Rabbits and fertility. And, and that's that's the, isn't that the normie conspiracy theory? Right. That Well, yeah, that's, that's when I heard a long time ago mm-hmm. looking into, I, I don't know, Christian contrarianism, whatever. Right. That was like one of the first christian conspiracy theories was that easter was actually ishtar right like you're right but for the wrong reasons <laughs> right <laughs> talk about pretentious it's aoster oh god yeah but that's more more than four letters though the the <laughs> this the thing was any band uh any any fan of a band with four letters is extremely pretentious the band is usually pretentious as well but the fans usually doubly so Oh man, I wanted to go to sleep tonight. Now I'm going to sit up 
thinking about that. Well, how many bands with four letters? Have, we did this last night. Just listen to last night's show, and we did most of them. Yeah, I will. Devo. I mean, it Devo was, it was Tuesday it. night show. Uh, we didn't do a show on Thursday night. Oh, shit. Um, well, uh, yeah, whatever. Who cares? Wait, <laughs> does that make me pretentious for liking some of ABBA's music? ABBA? I brought up yeah. ABBA. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. They're pretentious. Oh, crap. But Devo. All right. Yeah, you know, Tool. <laughs> Muse. Wow. Well, yeah. we, we know that. Uh, definitely Muse. Rush. Just we're doing, oh, we're, like Rush. we're doing a call, but I do too. I like all these bands, bro. We we, we went through all the four letter, yeah, band pretty names. much, pretty much. <laughs> yes. All right, I'll listen while I'm driving. There you go. Um. So back to back to uh, St. Patrick's Day. Um. So how did St. Patrick come to be? So four thirty two is supposedly when St. Patrick Day. Excuse me, when St. Patrick came to Ireland, right? Came back to came back to he returned to Ireland. Yeah, he was a he was um, what they would have considered a Danon, right? A what? Runner. A Daemon? Danon. So they came, they left and came back and then battled the Fomorians. Would he have been one of them, Reinhardt? Uh, no, I don't believe so. The Fomorians were a little bit farther back. Um, were they? Were they? They were post flood though, weren't they? They were post flood, but they were older than. The 400s. Now, I mean, with as much screwing around as been done with the timeline, could have been not much earlier. Um, but are you thinking of the, the Tuatha de Danan? Yes. So this okay. is supposed to be their crew that left and then came back. Right. He was, well, that's the whole, like, he was either one of them or Nephilim, right? Wasn't that the theory? No. Yeah, they, I don't think so. No, Maybe. I thought... Well, the Tuatha Dé Danann, from what we know, would have been, because they were a race of of giant shining ones, so elves. Um, I've always equated them personally with with the Nephilim giants. Okay. But hold on. What's this? Wasn't St. Patrick supposed to be like part Nephilim, though? Yeah, this is so. This opens up a can of worms. Okay. So I'm not confused. All right. I'm not confused here. All right. Yeah. Kind of had the idea that a lot of patron saints may have been giants, right? Or at least descended. Yeah, I I think for I think there's a good chance he is at least from a long blood lineage of giants. Hmm. So could it look like a normal human just because the blood deteriorated a little bit? And wasn't he supposed to be mm-hmm. really tall too? Yeah, yeah, he was like. I mean, if, like- if these guys are nine feet tall and they're walking around. Telling five feet tall guys what to do. They're giants to them. Sure. Oh, sure. Well, and it wasn't it wasn't just his appearance either that marked him as something other than human or possibly other than fully human. I mean, St. Patrick also is said to have been able to raise the dead on multiple occasions. Thirty three times to be precise. 33 times. And we're talking people who were dead and put in a tomb. Dead and put in a tomb for a while a tomb implies like a little while it wasn't like just yesterday they were buried right like fully reanimated b- back he, to back to he stinketh health. as they say in the bible he stinketh <laughs> right but they but this guy brought him back what else what other kind of miracles did uh did saint patrick do besides getting rid of all the snakes So St. Patrick would also 
well, besides the snakes, yeah. Um, besides that, I believe there were some stories of remote viewing or at least knowing things that would go on in other places or knowing things before they happened. So, so a little bit of uh, precognition. Uh, right. So, so precognition, maybe a scrying screen, perhaps? Possibly. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, just crystal, from what I know. A crystal the, ball? The, like a, maybe yeah. a, an orb he pondered? <laughs> so it's not Saruman. It's, it's actually St. Patrick. Mm. As he pondered his orb knowingly. He's, he's sitting right here in front of my monitor right now. <laughs> mine's, in the, <laughs> mine's in the kitchen. Oh, man. He, 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 keeps, um, watch, he keeps watch as we, as we cook. My, mine came with two orbs. Yes, they all do. And I, I put the uh, second one on top of a hollow point. Okay. Nice. Well, I didn't want just rolling off somewhere. Sure. I, did, I put the other one in. Uh, I have like a uh, my desk, like a coffee cup of stuff you know just a random couple of pens pin, a pin or two maybe an old stick of gum you know the, the mug that you keep on your desk with stuff right you know <laughs> a thumbtack you know an old th- and a thumb drive maybe possibly yeah it's in there so another and one I, of patrick's miracles too was um a, a calling pin. up food I, i'm i'm sorry the, what kind of food Calling up pigs. Calling up pigs? Like as in yep. like there were no pigs. He whistled and pigs came out of the woods. He was I, I just know he was with some sailors. Like they they were at sea for a while. They landed. They were looking for food. They didn't have anything. He supposedly prayed, and all of a sudden they found a flock of pigs. But the resurrections are the most famous, of course. Right. Is it a flock of pigs? I don't know. You said that though. Actually. I, I, that's just what came to mind, but I don't know. Right. He also had a guardian angel he hung out with named Victor. What? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know that one. Buddy named Victor. Uh, I'm sharing something on the content channel now. Apparently, he had a he had a guardian angel that, and his name was Victor. Mm. I don't know. Uh, a lot of these guys, like Abramlin, the mage, all his studies. Mm. the different magic with angels. He had a guardian angel too. So I think a lot of patron saints did apparently. I think it's funny. His name was Victor. Hey, uh, uh, Reinhardt doesn't sound like Reinhardt. An angel Reinhardt a, a group of pigs is called a drift or a drove. So it'd be like a drove of pigs or a herd or a sounder. Herd, that's what I should have said. Or a sounder or a team a drift. Yeah. So Tokyo a of- drift was really about pigs yeah. or it could be a passel. A passel of pigs, hogs. Yep. Passel of hogs, yep. That's one. They say that down that. south, passel. If, 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 if they're piglets, not the other thing, uh, they're called a litter. Well, yeah, piglets are a litter. Yeah. That's pretty, yeah. That's pretty standard. But um, not a flock. It's birds. I stand uh, corrected. A, feral, okay. uh, a group of like feral pigs would be a sounder. Be a sounder of boars, yeah. Those things are painful. Yeah, well, they're in Texas. They're like extremely invasive and massively overpopulated. Like they go on like large amounts of hunts for those things. Have you seen the videos? Those hunts. It's they're pretty crazy. rad. It's pretty rad. Yeah, the guy's doing it from like an a helicopter. A- yeah, or a or a train vehicle. Just art. Yeah, just in ATVs or uh, si- the Sidewinders with the one guy's driving. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the one where the other guy almost got shot? 
No, I mean there there are a lot of them, but like it's like there's yeah, a really, it, yeah a guy like blew off a pay like right in, by a guy's head. Oof. Yeah, you gotta be careful. Yeah, out at night with the green lights. Yes, yes. Yep. Man, that's gotta be some fucking adrenaline pumping shit right there, though. Yeah, it preferably you preferably want to do it in a, the safety of a vehicle. Well, they're in vehicles, whether it be a helicopter or a side by side. Yeah, the guys doing it on the guys doing it on ATVs. It's a little more dangerous if you're you're riding, you know, driving an ATV, and you have a rifle. See, now I'm just imagining St. Patrick and his his uh, guardian angel Vicky over there, just in an ATV. Victor, through- Victor, Victor. I, as far as we know, that the yeah, it's a guy named Victor. Can still be a guy and call him Vicky. I'm not calling. Uh, yeah, I'm not doing that. I ain't calling no man delicious. <laughs> it, it seems like every, every that was comment, uh who was that? That was one of the, one of the black comedians that died. Cedric the Entertainer. Everybody I found that like was able to summon their their guardian angel. No, Bernie Mac. It was always, it was always a bro. It was always a bromance. Yeah. Thing. Well. They're always, they probably yeah. don't want you to try to hook up with your angel, you know. That Dude, there's all, well, there's a bromance in every story, right? There's always a bromance. Yeah, it goes back all the way to Gilgamesh and Enkidu. Right. Right. They tried it in the beginning and Kane fucked it up. So Yeah. Yeah. Literal bromance didn't couldn't do it. Anyway. Um so besides St. Patrick, uh what else what else we know about, about St. Patrick's Day and Irish stuff? Leprechauns, you guys. Well, it's are we are we approaching break, sir? Uh, yeah, we gotta be approaching. Break. We are, yeah. What do you want to do for? Do break? Want, uh, you want to play after we play jump around? Do you want to play that clip? I'm not playing jump around. We'll listen to a song and we'll be right back.
right, everybody, we're back. This is still the Paranormies. I'm still Johnny with Dogbot, Reinhardt, and Grognak. Uh, we're still talking about St. Patty's Day. Holidays, man. Holidays. Yeah, but we're, yeah. we're we're doing it Paranormies style. We're talking about stuff that's not... I mean, here it's just a, you know, drink booze. Everybody's Irish, right? Everybody's Irish on St. Patty's Day. Kiss me, yeah. I'm Irish. Yeah. yeah, don't try to play me out as if my name was Sega. Oh, Jesus, here we go again. We now we now know that you know all the words, Dogbot. That's great. Thank you. Dude, they made a reference to like an old video game system that really dates really dates the song, doesn't it? Well, it does date the song because that Sega was Sega was like the most popular system. At the Sega time. and Super Nintendo were yeah were yeah. popular around then, and and you know they started off by making slot machines for the army. Did you know that? Who did? Sega. Sega. Yeah. Sega did slot yeah. machines for the army. Yep. Yeah. Those things are worth a, a mint. Slot machines. Yes. Yeah, all kinds in, of gambling, all kinds of gambling machines. Uh, little little uh, little plinko machines. Right, but for oh. the army. Mm-hmm. So, for our guys to play? No, for I think for their for the Japanese guys to play to keep them entertained. Oh, oh, um, I'm sorry, it was Japanese. I'm sorry. Yes, okay. So it was yeah. Why would like Sega's Japanese company? Obviously, duh. For some reason, I was like, why would we have Sega? Sega's here, but Sega was originally a Japanese slot machine company. Interesting. Okay. That makes more sense. I didn't get well, it. At first. Uh, Hawaii, why? actually. It was founded in Hawaii. Oh, so they're not Jap. They are Japanese then. Because it's called Rosen Enterprises and Service Games Japan merged in 1965 to form Sega Enterprises. What it was, was founded it in Hawaii. What was it originally 19, called? In 1940. What, what was it originally called? Standard Games. Get it? Yep. Standard games. That's how you get Sega. Hmm. Standard There's games. There's a slot machine developer founded in Hawaii in 1940. Interesting. Now so you know. Sega's not somebody's last name? So, no. No, no. Neither, yeah. It's so hold standard on. games. Hold on. So, just like Sony is Standard Oil. Standard oh. Oil, New York. Sony. Anyway, uh, similar concept. But hold on a second. There was Japanese companies in Hawaii in 1940. It, it merged with Japan in uh, 65. That's weird. I mean, wasn't in Pearl Harbor was just... in 1941? There was no Japanese. Why would there be Japanese in Hawaii? And therefore, having some sort of oh man, do you think all the people who supposedly were not on base during Pearl Harbor were busy playing Sega slot machines? Maybe with their Japanese relatives at the Sega company there. I mean, I don't know. That's the thing is like, we don't really know anything about Hawaii other than what do you guys know about Hawaii before Pearl Harbor? Anything? Nothing. Uh, that, that one, that one commander, uh, what's his face? Right. So nothing. Uh, you know, he, yeah, he went the guy to Hawaii and the he, thing. He kept Captain everything Cook? up. Captain Cook. No. No, it was, it was somebody else. Was it? But yeah, Captain the British Cook stuck was... around there for a long time and then went to America as a territory after tribal people. Yeah, but I thought Captain Cook was out. the guy who did all the South Pacific and Hawaii stuff. He did go to Hawaii. Okay. Anyway, let's let's get back to Ireland and other stuff besides St. Patrick for spoopy stuff. Uh, leprechauns. Right? Yeah, this isn't necessarily in Ireland, but this is, uh, I think, I think this, you know, an Irish import. Well, I mean, but I, I, real quick, leprechauns are an Irish thing. We all know what leprechauns are. The little midget guys 
that have the pot of gold and they're always you're they're, people are always after their lucky charms, right? I mean, sure, they're yeah. not bloodthirsty at all. Well, actually, one of my least favorite childhood cereals of all time. Those marshmallows were absolute dog shit. Wow, I don't know. They were very disappointing. I don't know. Uh, uh, Lucky Charms are okay. I I thought there. Was... I don't think you could call those things that were in there the hard candies that you would find like at a dentist's office in the in the waiting area. I don't think you could call those marshmallows compared to what actual marshmallows are. No, but they're cereal marshmallows. They're the same. They're the same texture as the ones that are in like uh, Count Chocula or. I I was gonna say like cardboard or chalk, but yeah, yeah. they're very chalky. They are. You can actually buy whole bags of just the marshmallows at certain stores in Tennessee. Wow. You could also get waterboarded. Not at the grocery store. <laughs> Have you been to Kroger? In Tennessee? Yes. Yes. That's actually not where you can get these. But Anyway, um, leprechauns. So they're little, little Anglo-Irish little guys uh, from the old Irish, Lucorpon. Or Lupricane. Hmm. They're the little guys with the green hats and the pot of gold. And what do you mean by bloodthirsty, Reinhardt? I mean, that's the movies. I mean, where do you think the movies got it from, though? I, they weren't They weren't all I guess. happy-go-lucky. They, they were little cobblers. They were always fixing shoes and fixing their own shoes. You know? You know? Baking cookies. Well, those are the Keebler elves, right, right, right. And those are. That and is, here's the thing: is leprechauns are all, they're solitary fairies, right? They're solitary fairies. Um, they're they're not a social animal, I guess. Um, but they, they they're more mischievous than than bloodthirsty. Man, I don't know where you got. I I think you're just going by the movie. To be fair, to be I mean honest, like no, they definitely weren't good looking. I'll say that. Like well, we, we think of fairies and pixies and elves and stuff, they weren't good. Yeah, they're all like imagine gnomes. like imagine like little redheaded dwarves. Basically. Wow. Like no, like the dwarves from the Hobbit, but just like bright red hair. And smaller. And, and good and good those. at and good at fixing shoes. And good at fixing shoes. And apparently, um apparently like uh Dogbot said we've 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 imported one or two into the uh United States oh, at one point a lot. A, a, few. Lot of them. a lot of yeah. them. A lot of them. They, they, yeah, they hopped on board, man. They 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 wanted to get out of there. Okay, so they're everywhere here apparently now. So, um, apparently there was there was um one found and it made the news. You guys want to do the, do the news one real quick? The, the yeah, the it, 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 I, I can't. You know, I'm a little jealous. All right, well, that they is, got to see one. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people got to see it. So hang on, and this is so from a while ago. So this is this is uh, you you might not recognize some of the tech they're talking about in this video, but hang tight. City like leads to large crowds in Mobile's Crichton community. Many of you bring binoculars, camcorders, even camera phones to take pictures. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. I got to do look up in the tree. Who else in the leprechaun? Say yeah! 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 Eyewitnesses say the leprechaun only comes out at night. If you shine a light in its direction, it suddenly disappears. This amateur <laughs> sketch resembles what many of you say the leprechaun looks like. Others find it hard to believe and have come up with their own theories and explanations for the image. 
My theory is it's casting a shadow from the other limb. Could be a crackhead that got hold to the wrong stuff. And it told me to get up in a tree and play a leprechaun. We're going to get down to the bottom of this. Yes, stay down there, guy. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, man. This guy helping to direct traffic says he's prepared for his encounter with the leprechaun. He's suited up from head to toe. This water's all smells right here. This is a special leprechaun flute, which has been passed down from thousands of years ago from my great-great-grandfather, who was Irish. I just came to help out. Others just came to... <laughs> I can't. Dude, the sketch gets me every time. I can't. I can't. Yeah, but, but, but hold on, like, hold on. Hang on, I mean, hang on. There's, there's 12 more seconds. The there's, there's 12 more seconds. To get lucky in hopes a pot of gold may be buried under this tree. I'm going to run a backhoe and uproot that tree. I want to know where the gold is. I want the gold. Give me the gold. I want the gold. There we go. Give me the gold. I want the gold. Show title. They, they always want stuff for free, don't they? <laughs> Gibbs. Man. Although I guess if you I guess if you do take a backhoe to a tree, that is some actual work. Mm. The I, mm. I think he's gonna be sorely disappointed though, because the leprechaun's a little more wily than that. I don't he's think not just gonna Yeah, he's not like by the time they go to leave the rent the backhoe, that's going to be plenty of time for the leprechaun to move that pot of gold. Absolutely, I'm pretty sure that pot of gold already was was already long gone. Um, well, could have been a crackhead. Hey, it could it, it might not have even been. You know, you heard the lady. It could have been a crackhead. Gotten some in the stuff. tree though. Gotten some stuff to be a leprechaun. Gotten some stuff that told What's, it to be a leprechaun. I, I'm not familiar with any crack that compels one to pretend to be uh the fairy folk from ireland um the sketch it's great the sketch. and the sketch is literally it, it is literally like um the 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 little uh scruff beard wojack wearing like a leprechaun hat That's the, sketch all need, the sketch needs to be in the show art yeah yeah, that is too perfect. Okay, does anybody else think that this this leprechaun flute, supposedly thousands of years old, looks like a PVC pipe? I think we need. I think we need to run tests on it. I don't. I think we I, need to see uh, what kind of magical properties it actually holds. Oh, uh, I think we need to check his genealogy to be sure he well, uh, is listen, truly of of vague Irish origin. The, he did say his great 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 grandfather was of Irish origin. I think um, I think DNA records would prove that to be true or false. I think I think I think he owes the community at large, you know, an explanation. I mean, I don't necessarily. You think you think he owes that guy? Still owes you an explanation? Listen, he's making. I very think wild I think the claims. only thing he, that guy owes making, is probably child making, support. Like, he's making very honest. wild claims about his genealogy. That's what I'm saying. I, I mean, like, like, I mean, I other people have made wild claims about their genealogy and lied about their DNA records. You know, so I guess I guess DNA records wouldn't be conclusive per se. I see what you're doing. Uh, the do. flute, however, the flute is an important artifact. I do, that, and I agree with you, Dogba. I agree with you. You just don't think that like DNA records could be lied about, right? And people just go on the internet and lie about it. I um, mean you could you could post you you could post a screenshot of your DNA record, and I, I guess I'm supposed to believe it. I mean, 
He Why would BlackRock lie? He could do that if he he could right. do that if he wanted to. Right, this right, this right. this oh, flute right. owner Geyer, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. like I I don't I don't know. You I also have, I have to remember, feeling- guy. Speaking of guy, guy, this video is what ten years old. Five years. A while. No, five years. No, it's older than that. They're talking about camcorders. It's it's eight years old. It has to be. No, it's more than that. It has to be. This was this was posted on the web on the uh, NBC fifteen YouTube five years ago. So, okay. That's, no, it's old. It's got to be older. Much than five older years. Than Nobody that. says phone cameras. Yeah, nobody that's says true. camera phones. Nobody says camera, so camera maybe, phones. Maybe mid aughts then. I if it was mid aughts, it would make sense because he said camera phones. You know, like there were there were flip phones that had yeah, cameras. Yeah, it would on have it. been like it would have been like oh three oh four. Yeah, so ten years ago probably. 10, 12 years. Maybe, I mean, eight, 10, eight, 10 Wait, years ago. Okay, I was about to say, did you know that 03 is 20 away. years ago, brother? Yeah. Oh, my God, 20 years ago. That's weird. I know. Uh, I, I did like it that. again. So 20 years ago. So, yeah. So this video is like 18 to 20 years old. This is like 04, 05. Imagine the cultural shift between 1980 and 2000. And the fact that almost very little to no cultural shift between 2000 and 2020 has occurred. With the only exception being smartphones. Mm. Everything else has just been building off of a previous iteration. Off of smartphones. Well, yeah, now everything's just building off smartphones. Mm. That is true, though. Okay, so Ghetto Leprechaun. Ghetto Leprechaun. Yeah, no. <laughs> there you go. Ghetto Leprechaun. Apparently, there was a leprechaun in Mobile in the Crichton District of Mobile, Alabama. Well, a while ago. Man, that, he went to party. It was 2006 is when it happened. It was posted on St. Patrick's Day on 2006. It was one of the very first YouTube viral videos. As of 2018, that video has over 28 million views. That's good lord. Antoine Dodson before Antoine Dodson. Right. I mean, I remember one of the first YouTube video. One of my still one of my favorite YouTube videos is the hand thing. I don't. I don't know the hand thing. With Shay St. John. Nope. You're not doing the hand thing. What about the the drip drop diet? Nope. Two drops, two pounds. Mm. Oh, there you go. So the guy's name, if you want to look him up, uh, DeMarco Morissette. Oh, so he's related to the Canadian singer. No, I mean. Alanis. Probably not. He's from Alabama, Morissette. He's probably from a family... Some French Jews had some house servants named named Morissette, maybe. Uh, DeMarco Morissette, 4031 Airport Boulevard, Mobile, Alabama, is the sole proprietor of a men's clothing store. Isn't it ironic? (laughs) (laughs) That was the first thing that came up. Stop. Is it him? I mean, it it has to be. It's it's Mobile. (laughs) Let me see. Post the link. This is his loan details for his business. Post. Stop. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Drop Here. the link in the chat. DeMarco Morse. That's got to be it. Yeah. I'll put those right in the chat. 
That's funny. Oh, he, well, yeah, he took out. That's his PPP loan stuff. Yeah, he took out $12,000 to Marco Morissette. Uh, I could have found his Facebook if I weren't blocked. Oh, my God. So he owns a, quote, clothing store. I'm going to look up this clothing store. Hang on. Mm-hmm. I bet they have FUBU. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Sorry. I bet they got some Echo Unlimited up in there. <laughs> guys, guys, I'm reading on scrolling down. Some Saucony shoes. Possibly related loans. These are people in Mobile, Alabama who took out loans. I'm just going to read some names. Jamal Lark, Monica Lewis, Naja Gray, Delwyn Page, B-B-E Sweet. Takaria Bell. Takaria Bell. Takaria? T-A-K-E-R-R-I-A. Takaria Bell. Oh, man. So apparently his business went under because I can't find it now. And it must have been replaced by First Choice Virgin Hair. At 4031 Airport Road, Mobile, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he took out he took out a PPP loan and paid himself during COVID or something for twelve grand. I mean, whatever. Good for him. Good for him. He got a PPP loan. That's more than that's more than a lot of people did. He probably got it because he was black. I mean, everybody Dude, he, else. Did. He got his pot of gold. He got his pot of gold. He got his twelve grand. And he he didn't even his, have to use a backhoe. He took his soul. That wasn't him. That was some dude with oh. with, with braids. That, that was yeah. kill. That was killdozer. That was. That was Takaria Bell. Um, <laughs> Takaria Bell. Taco Bell. Like, come on, really? Takaria Bell. Bell. Who's That's the guy funny. that constantly posts, well, not constantly, but every now and then posts the list of weird black names that he gets at his job? <laughs> you ever seen that guy in our chat? Oh, I don't remember. He'll post, he'll post like a, a, a screenshot of a bunch of weird black names that come up on his, on his stuff at work. Anyway. All right, guys. All right, you gotta take gentlemen. off, man. Have a good have have a good rest of your St. Patty's Day, man. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Jump around, guys. Have a great night. Okay, not anymore after that. Yeah. Jump up, jump up, and get down. That's that one's getting edited out. All right. You'll never get them all. Uh, no, I have to. You know, I, it'd take me longer to edit them out than it would to actually do the damn show. All right. Well, just just remember, we're about like forty minutes in. 35 or no an hour 10 what into no we're like 25 minutes into the second half it's fine oh that's right i'm not editing it out so do you guys think leprechauns like basketball no but i know leprechauns went to vegas (laughs) went to vegas oh my god so the leprechaun horror movie series started in what 1993 yeah. Yeah. And that was it was kind of scary. The first one was kind of scary, right? Like did you did you see the first one? Did you guys see the first one? I think almost everything that Warwick Davis is in is scary. Well, yeah, cuz Do you just not like little people? There's that. Yeah. They're horrifying. They're very horrifying. Yeah, dude. Anytime I see one in IRL, it's like <sighs> you're, you're not going to see him coming. No, well, I I might, but like Oof. So the okay, so from worst to best, 
Um, Leprechaun Origins is the in eighth place. That one was twenty fourteen movie, and that one having has absolutely nothing to do with the franchise whatsoever. But um, basically, uh, it's your typical uh, two couples backpacking through Ireland. I don't know about typical, but it's a two couples backpacking through Ireland, and they run into um, actual. Uh, you know, killer um, leprechauns. <laughs> in that one, in that one, they actually bring him up as a Tuatha de Danann. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. Yeah, I didn't uh, see the other one they and, did, and I was the one without Warwick Davis. So, yeah, yeah, and, and it was probably the worst. It's regarded the worst, not just because of that. But if you, um, re- if you read the actual like description of the movie, it calls him a murderous midget right in the. Oh well, yeah, dude! Thing. You also got to remember this. Well, <laughs> and this this one this one didn't. This one has Dylan Hornswoggle Postal, <laughs> the midget wrestler. The midget wrestler, yeah. That's and well, this one was a WWE Studios product anyway. Oh, so so it's kind of like in the Scorpion King uh, vein. Yeah, you got the Rock. Yeah, there you go. Um, seventh in the in the in the ranking is um. It's, 2000s leprechaun in the hood uh there was there's well you know the main character was mac daddy right played by his team who traps the leprechaun in the 70s wait jennifer aniston was in the first one oh was she yeah i'm looking at the cast i don't do these movies were on like leprechaun 2 we're going back up no jennifer yeah jennifer aniston uh that's right. She was in the first one because she didn't come back. She did not come back for the second one. So this, this, um, back to back to the uh, Leprechaun in the Hood. That's the yeah. This is all kinds of like this is like black, black racial stereotypical bad one liner, really terrible movie, right? Um, but probably one of my favorites. Then yeah, I uh, I shared a clip where he's like smoking weed with Ice T. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so is this this is the one uh uh Ice T like grabs a flute from him, right? Yes. Yeah. So this I'm, is where I'm the flute sure this where is where black guy this is where from. this is where DeMarco Morissette got the flute from. It was from Ice T. So is he saying Ice T is his great great granddaddy? Why not? Sure. Yeah, sure why not. Um so number six in sixth place, Le- Leprechaun two, the ninety four film. Um very lackluster as compared to the first one. Um, I guess Jennifer Aniston refused to come back, but they so they tried to make it more funny. I guess that's the first one was actually scary, and then they tried to take on like a little bit of humor, and that's where like stuff like uh, the fifth worst in the uh, the fifth best, I guess, um, and was probably the wackiest of all is the uh, Leprechaun Four, Leprechauns in Space. It was in nineteen ninety six. Okay, so this this is one of those horror franchises that tried to start off kind of serious, right? Yes, yes, and, and and it just became like a cult classic, like Laughstock movie, and then well, they just rode the curve. The first one was, yeah, the first one actually, like, we meant to be doing that funny the whole time. We meant right, that. The, right, and the, well, the first one he he it was a serious, like very serious business horror movie, right? It tried to be, anyways, with with the campy. Warwick Davis leprechaun guy as serious business as you can make that right um and then this and then because Jennifer Aniston played it like an actual horror um victim what's the main character what would you call 
what do they call the damsel in distress, whatever the main character, the survivor, the survivor in the horror movie, right? That that was Jennifer Aniston. She played it all like serious business, right? And then she wouldn't come back for the second one, so they're like, "Fuck it, let's just go with the funny." And so they they kind of made it funny. Um, so apparently, this one was set in 2096, where the Leprechaun is uh, he's courting an alien princess, and space marines show up. So there's a uh, there's a, a Warhammer reference, I guess. Get out of here, <laughs> space marines. But um, yeah, this entire concept was basically the director was thinking of like a spoof version of the Apollo 13. That's when doom was popular. Yeah. Um, and then, then you have leprechaun, the fourth best leprechaun six back to the hood. And you have, um, with the spelled T H a back to the hood. Uh, letter this two is number two. I meant, yeah, well, right. Exactly. Um, Back to the Hood had a much better storyline, better effects, and a much less racial stereotyping throughout the film, which makes it less good, in my opinion. Uh, some of the scenes were actually funny, but there are mostly just rehashes of the ones from the first movie in the Hood without uh, the racial stereotypes, like I said, which made the yeah, movie funny. Yeah, this is when they started calling them a group of youths. Right. Youths. Youths. <laughs> Um. So the third one is Leprechaun Returns. That's three. That's uh. That one is 2018. So that's like the newest. No, the newest one was. Yeah, that's that that's the, the latest. That is the latest. So Leprechaun Returns is uh, it, it's a direct sequel to actually other films. So first, it's a direct sequel of the original film, actually, which supposedly takes place like a couple of a couple of decades later. Uh, there's uh, Leela, the daughter of Jennifer Aniston's character from the first one. Um, but you know, this is this one is this one was made for like sci-fi, I guess. So, and they couldn't get Warwick Davis to come on, so they only made it to number three. Number two in the series is Leprechaun Three, probably the best kills in the entire franchise. Uh, this was the first one that went straight to video. And again, and of course, this is Warwick Davis's favorite. So, and this one's the Vegas one, right? Um, yes, this is the one they go to Vegas. Yes, the little 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 green guys going to Vegas and search for the streets of gold. You know, pretty funny. You know, that like actually makes a lot more sense than going to space or anything. Oh, absolutely, dude, absolutely. Um, now, of course, obviously, number one, Leprechaun doesn't get any better than the OG, dude. Because it was actually serious and it was actually scary. That's the only one I've seen. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's the first major feature role for Jennifer Aniston, right? Um, and again, she played it very, very serious. Uh, Warwick Davis was particularly sinister. You know, he played it up really well. Uh, kills were probably, they weren't, may not have been the best, but they were the most brutal in, in the series. Um So he, he's basically the mayor of the lollipop gang. Huh? He's like the head head midget. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, well, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Peter Dinklage kind of took over. Yeah. 
Peter Dinklage. That's only recently. Yeah, yeah only he, he, he gets the he gets the only midget roles. Let's be serious. Who Peter Dinklage? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and like they don't use little people anymore. They well, Warwick Davis kids. used to be the only. They're just like used to be the they just only put kids and stuff now. Well, or, it was Warwick Davis, and now it's Peter Dinklage. Yeah. There can well, be only one. Little people used to be in all kinds of outfits. Who? They used to be used all the time. But who? I mean, besides Gary Coleman and and Emmanuel Lewis, the two black midgets. Midgets, like, dude, midgets had like a. If you if you were if you're a small person in the eighties and nineties, you the only place for you was show business, right? Well, now they just use uh, well, that CGI. Was now they use CGI little people, or they use children. Another reason to access the children. I, mean, I don't people, think little people is. are out of work. I don't, I don't think. I don't think. Money. I don't think making kids. I don't, I don't know. Anyways, um. I don't think kids. You don't think kids? I don't. I don't think kids <laughs> are the reason why. Try not to think why. about kids right now. Like, right? I don't think kids. I don't think kids are the reason why. Uh, no, something just came up on my screen. And I was like, "What the fuck was that?" Um, no, but like maybe. I don't uh, think kids are the reason why little people don't have jobs in Hollywood anymore. Maybe the lollipop union asked for too much money, and they were just like, "Get out of here." Hmm. I don't know. There used to be dwarves and all kinds of stuff back in the day. When I was a kid, little, little people in all kinds of movies. Think about it. No, weren't, some of the, weren't some of them like notoriously pervy and mean on set? Uh, they have a reputation for being kind of like like pikeys. Midgets? <laughs> being like, well, I mean, I mean if, if they're at eye level, why not take it? They're like a family, dude. They, they, they all fit in caravans. You can fit a lot of them in one caravan. Hmm. Hmm. Johnny's building a circus in his head right now. I don't know. Anyway, um, (laughs) (laughs) midgets. Come on, man. I I could make a lot of money with a dozen midgets. No, that's the thing is midgets all have everybody's. They all have a gimmick now. Like you know, midgets all they all they all do. They're either doing TikTok videos or rappers or. TikTok videos. <laughs> it's the only place to see him now. I mean, I, I guess I've heard I've heard of midget porn. I mean, that's gross. But no, yeah, you don't have to go there. I'm just yeah. saying that's like everybody's heard. Like you know, we're the trying midgets, to we're well, trying the circus, to keep this Catholic tonight. Whatever the circus is. Oh, okay, yeah. Wait, what? They said try to keep it Catholic. <laughs> I mean, that, well, you know. Anyway, um. Damn it! Like the circus isn't as big of a thing anymore, so midgets don't have the jobs there. Like right when they when they, didn't they always work at the circus? Or a lot they of times working in the circus. Yeah. Side sideshows, circus, PT Barnum. I mean, remember anybody remember Tom Thumb? Well, I, I still want to do, do an episode Tom on PT Barnum because I think that is a fascinating dude. Oh, for sure. I and mean, everything he did was really like every. I'm I still learn new things about P.T. Barnum's carnival all the time. I'm like, what? They got away with that? <laughs> they got away with a lot. They had that guy? He existed? They even had a werewolf. Yeah, they had, uh, we talked about we, we talked about that. Um, what was it? What do they call that disease? Where the people, it's mostly Mexicans too, but they, they had like Oh, it's uh, hypertrichosis. Hypertrichosis, that's right. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is something I didn't know about leprechauns. What's that? 
They are a protected species under European Union law. There are supposedly 236 registered leprechauns that are living today. What? Carlingford Mountain. All right, what? Yeah. I didn't know this. Ooh, it comes with a YouTube video. Ah, it's like 10 minutes long. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Leprechauns now are these like are we, are we were the well, real I gotta remember. Steel. I mean, in Scotland, the, the the you know the the national animal of Scotland is um is a unicorn, right? So, but also it probably just means rhinoceros. I wouldn't worry about it. No, but that's what unicorn is: is a rhinoceros. Right. Well, uh, Gary said that they were Nephilim war beasts that were meant to gore the underbellies of elephants in battle. Remember that? I mean, I think that sounds kind of awesome. That's, I'll that's, take it. That's pretty sure it sounds cool. awesome and stuff, but. But what legitimately could they have been? Yeah. Rhinoceros. Some kind of, some kind of very agile rhinoceros. Well, I mean, no, it's just like, what is the name for, uh, the Latin name for, uni- for, uh, for rhinoceros? Right, Look I don't know, right. but I have I have a lot of medieval art that shows creepy beings devouring unicorns. Hmm. <laughs> if you're interested, I'll share it with you. Hmm. Got it off one of those uh, Tartaria type channels on Telegram. I love those channels. Did you throw it in your private or personal channel? Maybe, maybe. I'll go look around. I gotta get everything off the internet before September, just in case. Just in case. Yes, before the leprechauns take it down. Yeah, before the leprechauns. They're coming out. The the chat GPT leprechauns. Yeah, wait a minute. What's going on? What's taking stuff down? Oh, the 923 thing that we've been talking about for like months now. It's supposed to be the next big date. Some kind of interruption in the interwebs. Well, I mean, like every time one of these dates comes and goes by where nothing really big happens, like. All right. All right. So, so bear with me at, at the very least, mm-hmm. what if after September they, they shut it off for whatever reason they say this, you know, um, solar flare aliens, Russians did it. Sure. Sure. The Germans, the Germans. Can you tell I watched oh. snap? I was watching snatch last night. So anyways, um, <laughs> I love that. I love so, that's, one of, that's one of my favorite guys. If the internet blanks out for like a day, and at the very least to get back on the next day, you need a personal IP address. Like that's not going to be a good thing. Like yeah. everything you do or say online is tied to your IP. It's like your social security number. You already have one of those. People well, never thought have, you were going to get a social have, security number. Dude, we probably already have a personal IP already. Yeah, but it's going to be public. Just like everything that's not public until it is, oh, you know, um, it's disclosed publicly after yeah. it's been a uh, military thing for a while, or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Standardized seems very chicken littleish. Chicken little was right. Just was prep. <sighs> I mean, even with no specific date in mind, just prep. No prep, just. I mean, prepping is such a... Not trying to be a druid here or anything. No, but prepping is just such a... I don't like that word. Just... It's... You should yeah. always... You, sh- you should always... Like, 
if you have if you know if you have a family even if it's just you you should have a contingency plan in case things go south in general like if you live if you live in the woods you should pretty much you know know that there's a good chance to say a tree falls down across your street and they don't get to you for a few days right you got to make sure you have food and water for however long right i mean that's stuff that common sense that's pretty much common that's not prepping no boy scout shit yeah, just Boy Scout shit. Just be, right. be, be prepared. That's, that's what is, I mean. Aside from prepping the meme, you should be self-sufficient and yeah. the <laughs> have a plan, meme, have common don't, sense don't, plans. Don't be a prepper. Those guys are the – look, if in fact anything does, quote, happen, a happening, right, and you're a prepper and anybody knows it. They're coming for you. Yeah. And like what if you're, like, what if you're all prepped up and, you, and shit goes down and you're 80 miles from your – you know, what good is mobile prep? Mobile, prep. <laughs> mobile prep. Yeah, I carry. I, I carry. Yeah, I, I keep a bag of peanuts and uh, some, you know, some wet naps just in case. Bottle of water, you know. And you're packing. Well, obviously, I got. You know, I have my pepper spray. You know. <laughs> what? Do you have bear spray though. I I don't carry bear spray. Not in the truck. I do have. I do have bear spray at the house though. That stuff's I'm gonna look it up. I wonder if they make leprechaun spray. Um, bear spray. <laughs> it's probably. gonna be like a whistle. Bear spray will probably work. A rape whistle. <laughs> High <laughs> frequency whistle. A rape whistle. <laughs> it's one of those. It's it's one of the uh, the Mayan death skulls, like Al made for us. This is you never this know. Is all pack, that. pack those frequency weapons. <laughs> this is what came up for for leprechaun spray. It's in the content. Oh boy. Um. Did he so have some what kind else? of weakness in the movie? How'd they beat him in the movie, Johnny? I don't remember. Oh, I don't remember how they beat him in the movie. Did they? I, I didn't think they... <laughs> That's... <laughs> did they just give up his coins? I don't remember. How did, they, they... Sw- did they switch to FTX? I, I think they switched to NFTs. And uh... oh, Speaking of NFTs, did you guys hear that like Meta and, and, and uh, Instagram are like sunsetting their... their uh... They're NFT programs, and that's like they're like one of the biggest purveyors of NFTs. It's just like, oh yeah, remember that investment thing that you guys bought a whole shitload of? Yeah, we're not doing that anymore. No, I forgot that existed. <laughs> right? Good. Yeah, Seth Green didn't forget. <laughs> he got fucking. He's, he's still mad about that. I would be. He can make a cartoon about it. I mean, granted, like he's a he's a filthy rich Jew and whatever, but like I'd be mad if I were him too. I mean, granted, he's a retard, but like, I'd be pissed. Somebody stole my NFT like that. Somebody screenshotted my NFT, and now it's his. Wait a minute. What is this picture? This you, you just shake. That's what came up when I typed in leprechaun spray. Oh, the Bennigan's ad? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't. Right. Like I said, like little dwarves with red hair minus the mustache. Leprechaun. Yeah, they can't seem to grow a mustache, huh? I always thought they were uglier, though. Like they—they they were obviously humanoid, but uglier looking, like bordering on grotesque, kind of like the gnomes we talked about. in, in well, uh, I think one of the you, October. I, I think you've seen. I think you've seen Leprechaun the movie too many times. I've only ever watched it once. Okay, whatever. Just saying. <laughs> All right. So, what do you guys think about the fact that gnomes, elves, leprechauns—these are all underworld beings, right? 
that they're are they all kinds of folklore about? Are they, yeah, are they underworld? That's my, underworld? That's my take. I, I think okay. these are underworld citizens, right? Okay, denizens. So, sure, I wouldn't call. And them so, like the the whole idea of a, a changeling baby, someone who's swapped out with a fairy baby, you know, replaced and stuff like that. They have all that going on. Um, what do you think about the fact that um, these people, whatever they are, that they they mingle? with us from time to time, but they don't seem to maybe anymore. You think that was just something in the past? You think it still happens? I mean, the, the leprechaun in Alabama, that, that wasn't, that wasn't, you know, that wasn't real, right? Uh, I don't know, man. In, but all these, no, that wasn't uh, real. A, a myth, a mythos is based off a long time. Sure. Just like gnomes, just like gnomes or anything else. Right? Well, I mean, you guys have all seen the quote videos of the people, I don't know whatever country it is, filming something in their yard, right? Little little two-legged something. Yeah, or like that Russian video, the the little thing creeping out from behind the tree. Yeah. Yeah, my kids love that channel Slapped Ham. And they show all the things that are all over the world that are supposed to be little ghosts and little creatures. And Yeah, man. It's. I mean, are those real? Possibly. Are they not real? Possibly. Well, I mean, it's and, the internet, so yeah. people don't go online and lie. You think people just <laughs> go onto the internet and tell lies? Post fake videos of ghosts and leprechauns. What? Well, I mean, on a more serious note, leprechauns, gnomes, all sorts of like little people, pixies. I know in in uh, what's the word? It's not Gnostic. I mean, maybe Druidic, but certainly in a cult, it, certainly in occult circles today, they push like ancient belief that these beings were all of a certain class. They were elementals. They're essentially nature spirits of a kind. Goblins, too, would be included in that. Sure. So, sure. Goblins, so I think, kobolds. There's definitely yeah. magic tied to them, right? Like they say they're magical beings. Oh, absolutely. They're sure. magical beings. Where do you think the pot of gold and their ability to disappear and. Well, and they sound very similar, especially with the changeling abductions, and they can travel through portals. I think they're called uh, Shade or Shadus portals. Um, they sound okay. fairly similar to greys. Do you think that rainbows can are some kind of natural phenomenon that actually also marks an ingress or egress point into the underworld? So, do you remember that channel FPV, uh, FPV, FPV Angel, Angel or something? Yeah, 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 they talked about all these halos. They, they call them our angels that are basically they they claim they're particle accelerators or something from a, a technological standpoint. But if you go into what we're talking about with you know leprechauns and, and stuff like that, it seems to be gateway points almost, right? Maybe it's a somewhere to enter or exit, possibly. Um, when we did our episode on the underworld entrances um, a few months back, mm-hmm. we definitely had one that was in Ireland, didn't we? It was an entrance to hell or something. In Ireland, in yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, there was one. Yeah, so there's got to be – I'm sure these, there's just access points all over the place. Well. Well, yeah, and, and all over the British Isles, there are, are thousands of, I mean, not just dolmens, obviously, but thousands of underground chambers. 
and tunnels. I mean, we know that there are tunnels that reach all the way from Turkey to the tip of the Orkney Islands at the top of Scotland. Um, so whatever entrances to, quote, the underworld or just simply underground passages that these things can travel, they can live in, um, you know, like like we've talked about before, it could have something to do with missing 411 in certain places. That, that I don't makes know. a lot of sense. Yeah, kidnapping of these things and suddenly they're gone in an instant. Well, either they traveled through a portal or they went underground. Why not? Or por qué no los dos? <laughs> yeah, no, a, a couple of those 411 type cases that I had heard on Coast to Coast, they were described as uh, people said they said they ha- had moving rock chambers and stuff like that. So you, you'd see a cliffside, uh, it looks like just rocks, you know, mm-hmm. when we talk about the boulder fields and things like that. Sure. And one of them just moves and you, you can go through it. You go under it or, or into the rock wall. So that, that would, uh, that would explain the, dis- the, these disappearances where people wonder if there's a supernatural phenomenon, like a, uh, some type of, portal to another dimension, but it's literally just a, a rock wall. Or is we, know it? The, we know the military does this. There's all kinds of military complexes that have rock facades. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you've seen G.I. Joe. You know. Sure. So, like, you know, <laughs> the, gnome, the gnomes and leprechauns. No, not G.I. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Batman you know, is always streaming 24-7 on YouTube. Is it? Yeah, there's like 125 guys always watching it. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, that's pretty funny. Uh, and they're all in Southeast Asia. These things you know when you have kids. Anyways. um, But back to that. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of times, like the, the rock facade, it looks like it's rocks, but it, you can, you know, I mean, supposedly like it's a, it's a, it's a mirage. It's an entrance, you know, like you can walk through them. In some yeah, it's like it's like the bookcase in the the castle. You know, sure, in the castle. Yeah. Well, it's like the the cave that Merlin was supposedly imprisoned in. Oh, right. Um, yeah, it was supposedly imprisoned there, and it was covered up with a rock portal, one that he could not pass through. Mm-hmm. So clearly, that idea is propagated throughout ancient folklore. Right, and even even um, your druid buddy there, we were watching the video of he was talking about the stone the stone room formations that are actually underground now. Were they, are they buried yeah, like now? Are them. they are they mud flooded? Is that why they're underground now, or is that? No, he made it sound like they were actually under underground. He said oh, it was the chamber importance that gotcha. the that the actual telepaths were the gotcha. ones hiding under there. Now, I actually found this. This is an old documentary. I found it through a channel I've been watching recently called Static in the Attic, and hopefully, uh, we can get this fellow on. And he he commented on how funny it was that the most important people in their society that they wanted to save in the event of these cataclysms, uh, they weren't the rich or the, the priests. They were the telepaths. So it's, that's really interesting, but save the precogs. Right. That's <laughs> yeah. some, uh, yeah, yeah, actually that's minority report, right? Yeah. yeah. Some Philip Kiddick stuff, right? Uh-oh. Larry, oh, Larry Fink warns more banks could go under. Oh God. Yeah, okay. Uh, Silicon Valley Bank, Silvergate, and Signature Bank could be the start of a slow-rolling crisis. Leprechaun shenanigans. Yeah. 
Well, you said they kind of acted like pikeys, so uh, ramblers. It's just, just like a, a mass scale. Yeah. Well, okay, so leprechauns are Jews. I mean, discuss. <laughs> it, yeah, it kind of seems be. like I mean, could be, might, yeah. they might be an offshoot of them that are very similar. Yeah. They're small and sneaky. They bribe you. They steal your children. Yep, and they replace them with changelings. Yeah, what is okay, what what is a child who who has been brought up a certain way and then all of a sudden is ejected into this culture and completely reversed, if not a changeling of a type? Hmm. No, sir, I don't like it. All right, so so far we got Jew, Jews and gnomes, Jews and vampires, Jews and Neanderthals, Jews and leprechauns. I'm starting mm-hmm. to see Jews a pattern and Jews here. and witches, Jews and witches. Man, I'm I'm really seeing a pattern. Hmm. Just don't call them Jews. Just don't Jews call them and that. dragons. Jews Dra- and dragons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, interesting. Interesting how they have What's going on here. Seem to have some sort of a connection to all sort of paranormal monsters. Coastal. Mm. Coastal elites. Coastal elites. Okay, so what's next? Jews or mermaids? No, blacks or mermaids. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I watched that trailer. Dude, okay, so they made Ariel black, but Eric is still white. And her father is still white. Her father is Ray Wise. Really? King Triton is Ray Wise? Yes. Okay, so she so her mom is black. Okay, got it. Got it. So King Triton is 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 an oil driller. <laughs> Drilling for oil deep under sea. Yeah, not Ray Wise. Um Ray Wise, doesn't wait a minute. No, no, no. It's somebody else has a similar name, I thought. Oh. They made Tinkerbell black too. They Jeez. did. Oh, they made oh. Tinkerbell black. I mean Yeah, we we like officially said no to Disney. They tried to t- sap the money out this month and we were like, uh, take a hike. No more of that. We get we get ours free because of our phone service. Oh, you know what? I am I apologize. No, it's not Ray Wise. I don't know why I was thinking that. It's Javier Bardem. What? Who? Dude from Old No Country for Old Men. The dude with the air compressor. Yes. <laughs> Swapped from an air compressor with Trident. Jesus. <laughs> he, I, what does he got the haircut still? Give me the link. Come on. He's gonna flip a coin. Uh, hang on, let me let me just see if I can pull. Yeah, up. I know, right? Is he gonna is he gonna do like the sad cereal eating scene? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I haven't seen that movie, but I know all the scenes. I've never seen No Country for Old Men. That dude, you have to watch it just so you can get your Jimmy's rustled. Okay, is it that bad? No, I like it, but the purpose of it is it is literally an anti-western. Like it's it's everything. Yeah, it like yeah, you don't get to see the final showdown. It's it's literally not shown. All this stuff, the, the hero dies. I could go on, but you should watch it. Oh, it's good. Okay. It's a good movie. There's a few movies that people are surprised I haven't seen. Skull. You can't use the meme anymore if you don't watch the movie. All right. Skull. Oh, Skull's mad at me. I haven't seen Zoolander. I haven't seen like. I mean, I wouldn't two... be mad at you for not seeing any Ben Stiller movie, but that one's kind of funny. Yeah, but no, he's like, how have you not seen Zoolander? Well, it's Skull, you know. So. Didn't you say it was like one of the greatest comedic masterpieces? I believe you're landing on a little thick right there. I thought he said it was funny. Oh, I, th- I thought he gave it like, like high praise. I mean, 
what doesn't he give high praise to? That's fair. When he All likes right, something, a... when he does like something, it gets the highest of praise. If he doesn't like it, it gets the worst of critique. <laughs> He's good like that. I don't. I don't have a problem with that. You know, you know where the, you know. That's true. You know. You know where you stand. He's not lukewarm. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. <laughs> All right. I'm. I'm putting a screenshot of this in the uh, content. All right. Do that. It's just from the trailer. Okay. Um. Still that picture with the. <laughs> I gotta get the. the the leprechaun with the fire hose has to go in the in in the art. <laughs> That's a, such a funny picture. The leprechaun with the fire hose is going in the art. So Why is he in the you kitchen? all will Get see this. Kitchen. I promise you all will see this when the episode posts. Yeah. There he is. Oh boy. That's him. That's him. I'm trying really hard to. See. I guess I can see it. I don't really understand the underwater beard. Yeah, underwater beard that doesn't just flow with the water. Because King Triton's beard in the cartoon flowed in the water. Like, wouldn't you just not really grow a beard if you were a merman? I mean, sure, but at least in the original cartoon, like Johnny said, it flowed with the water. It kind of made sense. But it still doesn't make any sense. (laughs) The the friggin' people who lived in Egypt didn't have facial hair. Okay, neither, neither does long hair underwater, really, you know? Because yeah, long, long hair underwater, long hair underwater should behave the way hair should behave in quote space, as opposed to the hairsprayed froze that they have in the uh, ISS videos. Speaking like, of long hair underwater, this Ariel has dreads, and when she does the whole like coming out of the water scene, the dreads just slap into her back. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Whack. I'm not kidding. Like a like a slave getting whipped. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> Damn, sounds like I'm sounds dying. like a, sounds she's like gonna a, look like a D and D monster. Uh, she's got the eyes, dude. She she's got know, eyes like a trout, dude. She does. She has eyes like a trout. <laughs> I mean, good lord, dude. They slap her back. It sounds like a like a pack of cube steaks hitting the counter. <laughs> Every black woman in that theater knows exactly mm-hmm. what that's mm Hmm. Hmm. Oh man, this has nothing to do with Ireland. I'm sorry. I mean, it doesn't. Well, isn't is no? It's a Dutch tale, The Little Mermaid. Uh, Danish. Danish, not Dutch. I knew it began with a D. Danish, not Dutch. Danish gay boy tale. Yes. Those yeah. Originally the same Danes, right? No. Oh. What? Wait wait a minute. The Danes are different now. Are the Danes related to the Tuatha Dé Danans? Oh, I don't know. Uh, there was a guy who wrote a very long treatise on that, like everywhere in Europe that has the, the letters D-A-N, Dan, Dan, Dan being, right? Yep, Tribe of Dan. But I don't know. So yeah. is that Tuatha de Danan? That's what that's what he brought up. Dan. But he also, he also wasn't big on the Giants thing, so. What about the yogurt? <laughs> oh, man. So now we know who's behind Big Yogurt. Yeah. It's the tribe of Dan. A yeah. serpent. Yeah, it's the serpent. Scene. Oh, you said yogurt. I thought you said ogre. <laughs> I did too. That's why I paused for a minute. <laughs> I was going to say, are ogres Irish lore? <laughs> no, actually, actually, kind of. Uh, I know Fomorians, giants are, but the Fomorians, right. But what, what's, what's an ogre? What is that? Uh, is that that's Pakistani or something, isn't it? Is it? In the middle of- they're in a lot of cultures. I don't. Yeah, I, don't I was know. gonna say ogres seem to. I mean, let's, let's well, I mean, I, I, if you if you follow uh, Hollywood, they obviously are Irish, right? 
or Scottish or whatever the hell Mike Myers is trying to do. Uh, Scottish, I think, attempting. Yeah, well, that's you know that's his. That was his fat bastard, right? Right. Or his yeah, I guess it was fat bastard. So an ogre. Uh, um, let's see, from where is ogre? From where does an ogre? From whence? It just says in mythology. I Thanks. found French origins. I mean, all the way back Orcus to the epic comes from Gil- Orcus from the Holy epic shit, of Orcus. Gilgamesh, Grendel. Yeah, Grendel. Like I said, the Fomorians in Ireland were said Polyphemus. to be grotesque giants. Polyphemus so, the Cyclops, right? So orcs are or- orgers. The Oni. Ogres. Ogres um, are Etruscans. Uh, the Etruscan gods of the underworld. Yeah, sure. Orcus. Orc breakers, Orcus. Mm. He's, he's a D&D god. It's funny. Mm. Back when D&D was cool. I remember that, yeah. It's cool in my head. <laughs> So yeah, so orcs are—I mean, ogres are not really Irish, but they are—they are also underworld descendants. Sure. Well, I think all the paranormal creatures are going to be underworld descendants, which uh, again leads me along the lines of of the the paranormies um, layer cake earth. You know, there's yep. there's realms down there that have stuff. I'm firmly with you there. Yeah. So. And that is a Paranormies copyright. Yes, it is. It's a Johnny Monoxide th- copyright. Do you think we have any listeners in the underworld? I hope so. At least one or two. Maybe we should start marketing to them. Or, or they just like sit around in a tavern and, and wait for us to post a new show. <laughs> you never know, man. I don't know what they they're sit doing. sit there getting there. blasted on blood. And <laughs> you never know who in our Telegram chat is actually a gnome. On the internet, nobody knows you're a gnome. <laughs> or a leprechaun. It's the it's the Wojak at the party, like they don't know I'm a gnome. <laughs> Four foot tall. Yeah. Why why is that midget here? Okay, if you're a gnome in our chat, please reveal yourself. Mm. Or just share the links to the show. It's okay. We won't tell anyone. Right. It's fine. Could be telepathic. If you're still making shoes, we'll take some paranormal shoes. Oh, dude, paranormal shoes would be cool. Do you, Do you think they made all the Yeezys that are now sitting in no uh, unused guys, Adidas warehouse? No, you, you heard what happened, right? No, what, what Adidas what was like. Adidas was like, "Wow, this really sucks. We have all these shoes. We can't. What are we gonna do with these? Hey, yay!" Um. Don't tell anybody. But we're gonna we're gonna get our contract back together. We'll probably pay you double what we were gonna pay you before. But uh, yeah, we need you back so we can sell these shoes. We'll figure it out. Of course they do. Yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of what's going on right now. There's like some sort of a deal going on where they're gonna they're gonna get back together. They're gonna get the band back together, and Yeezys are gonna be on the market again. Dude, when we see that guy again, he's just gonna look like a tranny. Full on replacement. Speaking of replacements, I wonder what is going to happen to Fetterman. Because, you know, he got taken um, out and put in the hospital, right? I think um, 
think his his wife took his kids like out of state or something. I don't know. I don't think I wasn't following that story. story I think they thought he was going to die or something. But yeah, he's he's resting and um, he's going to be back. I guess. I wonder if they replaced him. You just got to check out the lump on the back of his head. You know that lump back there. Okay, sorry, but he's the one who he's the one who had a stroke on the field. He's the he's the one who had a stroke. He's he's the literal retard who is a congressman from Pennsylvania. Oh, right. He's an actual, he had a stroke and actually is like, yeah, he's recovering from having a major stroke. (laughs) I'm like, was he one of the football players? No. And he got voted in. (laughs) He got voted in. He's just a big giant dude. Uh, He's got some connections. Yeah. He's that big guy. Okay. Yeah. 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 He's the Nephilim. Guy, he's Raphaim, not, Fomorian man. He's a big Fomorian looking. Fomorian, man. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Send me your skull. I must study you for science. You old Fomorian ape. Right. So he, but he's he's probably going to be replaced. Probably. I wonder. You're going to have a hard time finding someone that big and that stupid. <laughs> that does. big and yeah. that stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Biden's an easier one to cover up, but it's just you know masks. A lot of them. Have you have any of you ever seen a giant in real life? I mean, Andre the Giant and Paul White. Like I, I've seen both of them. I met Andre the Giant when I was a kid. Did you really? Yeah, we got to. Wait, wow. well, well, the listeners need to hear that story real quick. Oh well, my dad. When I was a kid, my dad, because of my dad's bar and stuff, he used to get hookups on cool stuff like. Uh, circus tickets or wrestling tickets or race tickets or you know tickets right for stuff we used to get we got we got great seats to the Yankees we got we went to see great Giants games um, I got to see Michael Jordan play basketball but yeah one of the coolest things ever was we used to go we used to go to wrestling every time they come to town anytime they come to town and uh, because a lot of the guys um, oh that's later. Okay, so when I was a kid, that's that's a whole other thing. Um, the bar in Berlin, Connecticut, was like twenty minutes from the WWE headquarters, and a lot of those guys would come in there all the time. Um, yeah, uh, he came there to decimate the beer supply. No, 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 no. I met him when I was a little. When I was little, my dad. We were young. I was like I'm little. I was like twelve. Uh, my brother was eleven. We went to the Hartford Civic Center to see wrestling, and my dad had gotten us some sort of down front things and um and afterwards there was like a meet and greet and i got to meet andre the giant and jimmy superfly snooker and uh, it wasn't the junkyard dog but it was another black dude from like old times back then there was only like four yeah those guys are cool but andre so you like exchanged words with this guy no i just got to like say hi and shake his hand like that's did, he, did he did he speak to you? He said like hello there. The kind of I don't remember, dude. I was twelve. I was just like holy shit. This did, guy's he, did could you feel his voice? Was it like a giant voice? You're making it really weird right now. Could dude, you, you met a re- you met a real life giant? Yeah, I did, but I don't remember. Like, <laughs> dude, I was like, it was cool. <laughs> You know, no, I'm not cool. saying that. Did you feel it emotionally? Like, did it was? It's a giant's I voice. I didn't was have it loud. I didn't know. I mean, he he sounded like a, like half a concert. Deaf. He sounded like a big half deaf person. Like you, you've heard the guy speak. You've seen uh, the Princess Bride. 
That's what I wonder if like. your if everyone else's voices were tiny and quiet to him. He's not it's that much bigger than people, dude. <laughs> he's not like it's, it's not like he can pick you up and hold you in his palm type of a giant. He's only sure like seven. He he's like seven foot tall. It's not that big, dude. He's like Shaq. You know, technically Shaq was a giant then. Did you meet Shaq? No, I did not meet Shaq. My dad met Shaq. Your dad did? That's cool. My dad my dad met Shaq, and because he's bald, Shaq palmed his head like a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's is a good story. Guy, um, guy I used to work with, his, I guess his dad worked for Reebok or some shit like that, and he had a pair of signed shoes, Shaq's actual game signed shoes, right? And he brought him into work one day. And I was like, holy shit, those are the biggest shoes I have ever fucking seen, size 22 shoes. I've seen Shaq's shoes. I've never met Shaq. <laughs> Seven. I met a giant once. Who'd you meet? I met um, what's his name, Matt McGregory. McGregory. I don't know how to say his name. He's the guy from House of a Thousand Corpses. You guys ever see that movie? Or jeez, uh, what else is he in? He's in Big Fish. I have no idea who. Oh, that guy. Yeah, okay. huge. So I went to a, a horror convention thing. Rob Zombie comes around uh, to the Worcester Palladium every year. And he did, he used to do a rock and shock thing where all these people who made horror movies would come sign autographs and stuff. And I met the uh, guy who played Captain Spaulding and all that. Oh, and I met Matthew McCrory. He was huge. So we were me and my buddy were just walking down the convention hall. And this guy just... Um, takes these giant strides next to us from behind us. And so, like, we look to, like, the side of us and this towering giant. He's almost eight feet tall. Yeah, he's uh, seven foot six. Yeah, yeah. It was, dude, to have that oh, guy. Oh, he's got like, he's the guy with the big weird head. Yeah, he's got, like, <laughs> yeah, the weird neck. Yeah, yeah, it was, I know. It is. was actually startling when he walked by us in the, in the hallway. And, like, we were like, I dude, I can't even imagine being chased down by, like, a limber like like angry hungry giant back yeah he's day. got like he's got like a weird deformity to his face and head and that's not, seven that's not even eight feet tall right so these guys were nine feet tall no but the thing is though is like seven foot six is the height of a couple of you know basketball players right there are basketball players that are that tall that are, that are not deformed like that um they're all black i mean there's occasionally a white seven footer but um Anything over seven feet, man, that guy's just weird looking. They're usually some kind of ethnic mystery meat. Yeah, a lot of times. Or just straight black. There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of giants in like the, the Middle East and Near East, mm-hmm. especially Afghanistan. And I'm, I'm not just talking about like giants oh. out there in the wild. I'm talking like people. Dude, we, the giant of Kandahar came up at work naturally without me saying anything. What? Yep. How did that happen? <laughs> uh, normie army guy, buddy. Normie army guy that I was working with. You know, the guy who's mm-hmm. like kind of thinks that you can thinks that you're gonna actually buy gold. Never mind. That's forget it. Um, yeah, he was talking about uh, Wright Patter. We were talking about Wright Patterson. That's what happened. It kind of was brought up a little. We were talking about Wright Patterson and like how it's like you know more, more top secret than. Um, then Area 51, and they they tell you about Area 51 to keep you occupied. But what's really all the real the real shit goes down at Wright Patterson, right? Which and, means there's probably nothing there now, right? And um, 
somebody said something about the giants and he's like yeah that's where that giant from afghanistan is i was like what giant from afghanistan and he started talking about the oh i heard supposedly this seal team and blah blah blah, blah supposedly this supposedly like oh wow okay yeah, tell me more <laughs> there's that's the, the normies the normie story is that the giant and kandahar you know i mean nobody believes it right but, right but it's you know it's it's the myth more people <clears throat> i've seen more guys out of the military coming out than ever before marines and army and even foreign militaries and uh giving similar stories especially near like the chinese border of afghanistan like the Tianshan mountains there mm-hmm. um of of actual giants like they'll see something through a thermal scope and the thing will cross like 100 yards in a couple of seconds kind of thing yeah i mean there's stuff in this yeah the in the snow right the the, well, in the what, snow, maybe, in the foothills, like in the well, forest. I've seen recently, maybe there's the ones I've seen recently have been in the snow where it's either a Bigfoot or a giant or something traveling right. very fast on foot, but not running. So obviously large. Right. There was one, there was one story. It was a, uh, he was a sniper and he was looking through his, his site and he saw a few guys sitting around a campfire and he's like, all right, cool. Sitting around a campfire, whatever. There was one guy that was taller than the others. Like, okay, it's probably like two guys huddled up, and it's just a perspective. Guy stands up. They all stand up, and the big, the one big guy stands, and he's at least three times as tall as everybody else. <laughs> and then just starts lumbering away. Yeah, and he's just huge. And this guy's taking this video from through his scope. Yeah, he was he was looking through like a. a I want to say it was it was a thermal, so it's like black and white. You just see the mm-hmm. the white heat signatures. Oh, okay. Um, other ones taken through FLIR. Uh, you remember the Whistler Mountain one mm-hmm. from last year? That dude who supposedly died. Yeah. Um, There's also kind of like the hiding in plain sight thing. Like, have you, have you guys seen some of the old videos or pictures from? Things going on in like Congress, and they, they just have giants walking around. Where senators? Uh, just looks no. like tall people everywhere. They're in Russia. Uh, oh yeah, like, like yeah, oh. like the, like the security guard, like the, the yeah. They're just they're like just the secret service extraordinarily guy. tall. Yeah, like what the you hell? You don't really yeah. know what you're looking for. They're like those are basically giant people. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, occasionally you'll see one. Depends on your frame of reference. Like I said, dude, if you're like a five foot tall Chinese or little Roman guy than like or even yeah someone who's someone who's nine feet tall is a giant like a five foot a five foot five med right yeah yeah speaking of which that's me (laughs) (laughs) of course I know him of course I know him he's me he has an awesome beard all right we gotta wrap this up we're 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 getting into we're getting into the third hour um Yeah, there's so much more that we can do with uh, St. Patrick and the other saints, I think, and the Nephilim side of that. We didn't really touch too much of that. Yeah, there's a lot of art that shows these guys, like, mm. uh, they're really big. Yeah. They're really, really big. Yeah. We, 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 we um, promise to do a saints episode one of these days. Definitely. There's there's a lot there. Yes. There's a patron saint of necromancy. Weird. All right. Is it, though? I mean... No. <laughs> nah, I mean, yeah, they got a patron saint for everything. Why not? All right. 
Well, we're going to get out of here. Uh, and happy St. Patty's Day, everybody. And uh, eat something besides corned beef because it's Jewish. So mad about that. Eat a lamb. Eat lamb. Yeah, absolutely eat lamb. Actually, that's what we're going to do. Uh, we're doing that tomorrow. It's the mother-in-law's birthday, so we're doing a leg of lamb for her for her birthday. Yeah. That you sounds like awesome. You don't uh, like lamb, Grognack? Do lamb... It tastes like it smells. No, it does not. You okay? <laughs> I used to think the same thing when I was younger, and now, dude, I can't get enough of it. it a well cooked, well seasoned lamb is delicious and tender. A nice LLT. Uh, nice MLT <laughs> the with is- a mutton. With the mutton is nice and lean. <laughs> yeah, you can have it. Oh, look at those so much. That's one of my favorites. I'll I know stick to the cabbage. All right. Just, just eat a whole head of cabbage, right? And they can't have my Rubens. I, you, no, you know, I they mean, try to me steal wrong. everything, I like, right? Look, listen, they even steal languages. Listen, Fuck those I, people. Yeah, right. I mean, but they, yeah, they, they claim things. I don't know why would why would the Irish claim a Jewish thing anyway? Um, no, I like I love corned beef, dude. I love Rubens. Corned beef's American. It's American. It's whatever. It's it's Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yes, Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. We're not going to argue about that. All right, we're going to get out of here. There will be a creepypasta following this, and we'll see you Tuesday live for the Nationalist Inquirer, live on Pilled, DLive, and Odyssey. All right, later. Time travel makes you gay. The blizzard continued. The world washed away in white, like an eraser being taken to it. No fires, no explosions, and no sounds of screams that could be heard over the whistling winds. The world was buried in snow. The blinding white light of day made it difficult to see without protection on the eyes. The sun continued its laborious circle in mirth, and the winds brought a terrible chill to the land. Everyone I knew was likely dead, frozen probably, sleeping, sleeping forever. Since leaving my apartment, I had never found anyone else alive. All my rescue attempts went in vain. It took a long time to get around in the snow. Large rifts broke off in avalanches when the hillside took on too much. Being inside any kind of valley makes you prone to what I would call a snowquake. Still, I would make my way from one town to the next. I would check out anything sticking up out of the snow, and the primary focus was on any surviving friends or family. As I said, though, that search was in vain. Nothing I found was endearing to me. And by the time I made my way to Killington, most normal houses were completely buried and inaccessible. When the snow started falling, it was just like any other snowstorm. None of us prepared for anything major. Apparently, the cities put in a good effort, and road crews ran vigorously through the first ten days until the workers couldn't be replaced and the fuel became too difficult to obtain. Ports on the coast were inoperable, as were the roadways. 
all the trucking had ceased early on. The National Guard did its best to keep supply chains open through the rail lines, while also responding to several different energy crises throughout the nation. But in the end, the system failed when the people became exhausted. Hunger set in. Most people that got their heads together in time were able to evacuate dead zones and get to new colonies. But that wasn't a lot of people. I made my way slowly towards Killington, Vermont. See, I grew up near Killington Peak, and my family did a lot of skiing back before the snowfall. After searching for my parents and my sister, I just went up the mountain trail. There wasn't much reasoning behind it. Maybe I just wanted a good place to die. After days had gone by, and I exhausted myself, I had finally made it to the lodge. Inside the place was bereft of any warmth, any sustenance, or life. There was nothing here but silence. Silence and the wind. And I was completely alone now. No friends, no cat, no cares in the world. It was empty to me. All the fuss over Armageddon made me laugh. I pulled a stool up at the bar and poured myself a whiskey. And the burning sensation went through me with a shudder. I held my glass up to the man in the very large chair next to the fire. Cheers, friend, to warmer days. I poured my glass back and let the glass contact with the bar aggressively. What kind of end of days do you call this? I eyed my new companion in his stiff and stoic pose. How admirable he was with his legs crossed in front of him, arms hugged against him. He had a wool cap and a large scarf around his neck. He had a pipe in his mouth. And I walked over to him, drink in hand, and stood over him, swirling the liquid in a circular motion. This wasn't the end you hoped for either, was it? His eyes sat fixed forward, frozen there in time, in his last thoughts. I'll bet you were thinking we were going to get bombed by the Reds. Maybe the Chai comms, huh? All you people ran around fearing pandemics. Did you fear any of this? I felt fuzzy and off balance. I hadn't eaten in a long time. It didn't matter, though. I was going to be like this mummified man. All the secrets in the world that you people held, they didn't matter in the end, <laughs> did they? What good are secrets when no one is left to keep them from anyways? I was taking everything out of my new frozen friend. I realized this world never gave me any closure. I never said goodbye to anyone. I didn't get to die honorably in combat overseas. No one would even be around to remember me. To bury me. The only burial is in the snow. Is that it then? 
After all the steps I took to get here, just to go out and sit in the snow and let it bury me? I took the bottle and poured another drink, and I looked at the hunched-over man. He was everyone I ever hated, and everyone I never said goodbye to. Is to blanket a white, putting us to sleep. May we meet on the other side. The blue face of the man stared back in ridicule. There is no other side. This is all there is. You just sit here with me forever. The pipe in the man's mouth began to glow red with a lit ember. His eyes bore holes into mine, and for a moment, he read my mind, I think. You can sleep now. Sleep forever. Pipe smoke wafted from his nostrils, and his cold marble eyes reflected the light in them. The world is going to sleep. You can't stay awake any longer. The world around me seemed to shift under my feet. An upwelling of emotion seemed to want to burst out of me. I looked out the windows at the snow coming down everywhere. I turned my attention back to the shriveled and decrepit form in front of me. He would never blink. He would never avert his gaze from me. Was he right? Could I stay awake in this blizzard any longer? It felt like there was nothing left to live for. Everyone I knew was gone. I looked at the face of the frozen man and scrutinized it. The expression he wore was solitude. How long's it been since you talked to anyone? You lost your cat, ran off. Probably the last damn cat in the world, too. What a shame. I stared at the inanimate, frozen man. He just sat there, gazing, unblinking at me. I... I must be delirious. I shouldn't have drank on an empty stomach. Jack seemed to sit up. That was his name, then. Jack. It was on the trail pass hanging from his coat. He still stared at me with his frost-glazed blue orbs. I'm not judging you. I'm dead, you see. I make for a good friend in that sense. The world around me felt unsteady, like the snow giving away under my boots. Reality started to... to slip from me. Jack had a drink in his own hand now. He slowly lifted the brown liquid to his frozen lips and let it slip down his chin, catching some in his rigid mouth. You can stop searching, MacReady. We're alone. There's nothing out there, and you are slipping away. Look at you, MacReady, prattling on with a dead man. My feet, unsteady, I took a seat across from Jack. 
I stared out the large windows at the scene before me. Darkness came now. The sun, already hidden far away behind the snowfall, crept away from the horizon. The blinding white day was turning to night. When traveling was cold, but at least not blinding. Just sit with me and close your eyes, friend. Let go. I closed my eyes for a moment and let my head tilt back. Maybe he was right. It's so lonely in this white world. My eyelids, heavy as they are, caught a flicker of light across the ceiling of the lodge. There was light coming from outside. I sat up from the cold leather chair and looked back out the windows to see a solitary figure with a flashlight wandering up the trail. I snapped my head back to Jack to see his pipe cold and stifled. No embers, no smoke, no glass in his hand, just staring at me. I am not going to lose it like this. I said to myself as I started for the door. I turned the handle and pushed the door open just as the girl, quivering with cold, lifted her gloved hand to reach for it, startling her completely. I... I didn't know anyone was here, she said. Can I come in to rest? Please? I stood there for a discomforting amount of time like the frozen man Jack Frost, holding the door like a golem. I opened my mouth and let out a cracking voice. I... I didn't know there was anyone. Out of her coat below her neck, two little furry ears and a fuzzy triangle-shaped face poked out. Frank! My cat, my, my cat, you have my cat. She looked surprised. H his name is Frank? It's a silly name, but... Well, you ought, you ought to have him back then. She unzipped her coat and brought her arms forward, offering the animal as a gift. He gave out a little meow as I scooped him up. My name is Annie. Can I please come in? I stood there with tears welling up in my eyes, overwhelmed by the signs of life in front of me. Yes, please, please come in. We walked into the lodge room together. She was pretty. It made me feel lucky. I thought my only friend was going to be the frozen mummy. I hope he won't be jealous. I looked over to his chair where he sat. He wasn't there. Annie started piling logs into the fireplace. I hadn't even had the sense to do that myself. She paused to look me up and down. You, you never told me your name. It looks like we're going to be friends now. I stiffened. 
McCready. Jack McCready. Yes, I thought to myself, we can all be good friends.